Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Girl, if I told you I love you, that doesn't mean that I don't care. (laughs) And when I tell you I need you, don't you think that I'll never be there? Baby, I'm so tired of the way you turn my words into deception and lies. They sounded like those lines. <laughs> Don't misunderstand me when I try to speak my mind. I'm just saying what's in my heart. Cupid doesn't lie. <laughs> But you want one unless you give it a try. Cupid. What a song. 112 was really them niggas. They really were. What, I mean, what an amazing song with some lying ass niggas. Right? Like, it was so clearly booed. Like, they, <laughs> this nigga said, Girl, and I ask you to trust me. That doesn't mean that I'm going to cheat on you. Yes, yes it, it does. does. That's exactly yes, it what it means, does. Slim. That's what you're, you're going to do. Exa- and the We've rest been of y'all's this. catalog, <laughs> girl, I'm a player. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> girl, I, just, I thought you knew. I just like to imagine Cupid being like <laughs> an actual conversation. <laughs> Oh, it definitely is. is. It definitely is. It took place on MySpace, but it was a real conversation. Cupid Mm -hmm. doesn't lie. Nigga, Cupid doesn't exist. What are you you even talking to me about Unless you give it a try. What does this even mean? We won't know. Unless you give it. Shut up. Get get out of my fucking house. You want me to ignore all the red signs about your lying raggedy ass and just keep on, just give you a shot anyway, right? Okay. Just get out. Just get back to the peaches and cream. You need it because you know that I'm a fiend. Now Just that do is that. My so, that's everybody's jammer. song. <laughs> that was everybody's Woo! song. So good, man. The I miss them days. The I, the M. Well, see, now you done got me all fired up. <laughs> I want to hear 112. Somebody, see, if B- if 112 was on the B2K tour. That's right. Oh, let me tell you, Sam. It would have to, first of all, be called the 112 tour because, I mean, 
priorities. Right. And uh, (laughs) I would have been there. But I bought B2K tickets. I just couldn't go. Yeah. Anyways, welcome back, guys, to another episode of This Shit Show. Um, I am uh, Nigel Shelby. And I am Rosetta Tharp. And this is called The Read. (sighs) What a sad story, but I'm sure we'll talk about that later. We will. But, you know. This is what I be talking about with you niggas, though. This is what we be talking about. what we be talking about. But anyway. Welcome back to the show. So here we are again. Um, about to close out April. Already, man. I mean, let's just. <laughs> Next thing you it. know, the year is going to be over. So. Oh, I think Avengers is tonight. It's, it comes out tonight? I mean, well, Thursday night. What was the movie I saw? Infinity War. Infinity War. So this is the. This is like the part two to that. But it just seems like it came out really fast. Didn't that movie just come out? The Infinity oh, yeah, War? but these these blockbuster, big money, baller movie studios crank these things out a year Got apart. Got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. They definitely have the power to do that. Okay. Well, I'm sure y'all will be buying And they filmed the it all together, season. you know? Uh, of, so. course they, of course they did. Why would you bring everybody like, back like yeah. a year later just to shoot it all again? Like, they probably just filmed it all and was like, all right, this is where the first movie stops. And right. This is where the second movie starts. I'm going Friday um, quite okay. early in the day because I don't have time for y'all on the internet. I've already seen y'all talking about, well, I'm going on Thursday at 3 p.m. and I'm talking about it as soon as I get out and y'all can suck my clip. I'm going live from the credits. So, like, bitch, if you don't like it, mute me. Give the girls a chance. Like, it was hard to even get tickets for many people. I saw Tatiana's uh, Twitter and she said she cried. So. Oh yeah, I heard it was like um I'm like oh man. I heard poetic. Only way I'm going to cry Use. is if one of the black women dies and doesn't come back. That's pretty much I mean, the only circumstances, right? I think it would so, be ballsy since they only have one move. I mean one movie. The y'all better not try me. I sure feel like better come back. Wakanda niggas. needs to kind of just make it through. A we right. deserve, we just deserve. as Negroes. Exactly. And B, they only had one movie. Right. We just fucking got here. The you rest know, of these white people been running around doing shit with the galaxies and all that. Like Chris Pratt could go. Star-Lord could literally die. Chris I wouldn't Pratt care. could have been gone. Especially the way that he motherfucking okay, acted. In the, I mean, what are you? Now, are you right. fucking serious, miss? <laughs> that young lady can go. Black excellence this week. Not Chris Pratt. <laughs> goes out to Lindsay Harding. Lindsay Harding is the first female coach for the Philadelphia 76ers. That's right. I know the name of a, a basketball team. Sure you They do. are also commonly known as the Sixers. Look at you. <laughs> Their colors are blue as well as red and white. Okay. Shut me up. And Philadelphia is in Pennsylvania. <laughs> what other incredibly so, basic facts can you give? Lindsay Harding was recently promoted to player development coach for the Sixers. So she's the first female coach for the franchise and seventh female assistant coach to ever be hired in the NBA. Oh my gosh, she's only 34. Mm-hmm. Wow. Go off. And I steady pray for her because I just can't imagine being around all of these sweaty ass niggas and just tolerating right. it but i'm sure they bond in the in in the lo- love of the game in in the love love in their their love of ball well maybe because she is also a wnba player niggas like you know treat her with respect maybe we'll see well everybody seems to have amazing things to say about her um i'm reading here on uh because of them we can first of all she was an assistant coach for the toronto raptors which i believe 
Drake and Joyce because Toronto and <laughs> right. I feel like I've heard him talk about them. Yep. So I know other things about basketball. <laughs> Impressive. Um, in 2015, she was an assistant coach for them in their summer league. Um, and it says here that she... What does it say? Whether that's NBA or collegiate program, I don't think she'll ever have to play. De- hey, come on in. Oh, uh, we started, yeah, no, but son. please don't. Thank you so much. Don't let that deter you from bringing <laughs> us gifts. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chris Morrow. We're sorry, Lindsay, that we, this, we you're still black and excellent. <laughs> yes, she is. Somebody brought me alcohol. She, uh, I just saw here that she was born in Mobile, Alabama, but she um, work Mobile grew up in Houston. So just, I love that. Doing it big. That is just Negrosity all in her upbringing. The Beyonce tribe. Yeah. Megan the Stallion. All that shit just rubs off on you, man. Lindsay Harding. No, she's got um, tons of respect from all of the the players. Everybody she's working around says that she has an impeccable knowledge of the game and... She's super sickening, and she gets the the kids together, etc. Good, so, good, good. I think that that's dope. Congratulations! I'm all for uh, women of color and power, especially when power is directly telling niggas to get their shit together <laughs> in any right. way, shape, or form. And you niggas need to listen to me. And I don't know much about the tiers of coaching. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of different sport, kind of coaches, but a lot. You would be shocked. Player development coach to me implies. That Lindsay has the right and mm-hmm. the opportunity mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. mm, and not just that, but do the better, right? Yes, <laughs> that's right. She like, was called to do this. Actually, my check specifically. <laughs> it's my job to take you just, from where you are right now to something good. Mm, I have a lot to do, but mm, literally, what they pay me for. Thank you so much. Just listen to it. You bitch. couldn't imagine a heavier burden. <laughs> but here we are. I am today. I, I'm here anyway. <laughs> With a smile on my you face. You are so dumb. So, uh, congratulations to you for being black as well as excellent. I heard, um, speaking of sports niggas. Um, oh, Lord. I'm about to open your box. Oh, yeah. Is that Casamigos? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, this should just say Casamigos something in Spanish. Story. It's not. Oh, this is your saying, bitch. <laughs> is it? Oh, it is tequila, though. First of all, we don't normally drink during the show. I don't want y'all to think that we've just been... Drunk I mean, we don't every episode. Do it, but we—it's not uncommon. We don't need—we don't need the use of alcohol to perform. But I just wanted some today. Yeah, no, I mean, we just came—we came to have a good time to do hood rat shit with our friends. It's Fran's birthday, so we're drinking organic tequila. Work in her honor, Fran, and organic tequila. Look at this. <laughs> This abuela ass bottle. <laughs> so wait, does Fran have to drink or- organic liquor? Wait, she does she drink? Doesn't know, you know, she don't. <laughs> um. Anyway, yes. What were we talking about? Oh, I was just gonna mention how Russell Wilson apparently gave his whole offensive line stock in Amazon. Did you hear about that? No. What? Like he bought stock in Amazon for his whole wow. like offensive line. Well, I mean, I think I did just see a story about him being the highest paid nigga in the NFL or something. Yeah, we like talked that about that last so, week, right? Mm-hmm. So. So this nigga's like, here. <laughs> to the niggas who protect me in the pocket. <laughs> let me protect your pocket with some stock in Amazon. They need to just make a little um a little Russell Wilson beanie baby. <laughs> you think so? He's just... Is it time for him to be commemorated? Yeah. Who made who makes those things tied? I don't remember the name I of that saw the Niggas had made up a fake Russell Wilson story about how he was just so disgusted with future for not paying child support and whatever oh, else. And it was like so clearly fake because the quote from Russell was like 
I was just tired of seeing my wife and my son be all stressed out and, you know, future don't want to pay his coins or whatever. Then it don't even matter because I got enough. Like, like, this is what it said? Yes. I'm like, child, y'all. Y'all didn't even try that one, huh? You niggas will literally fall for anything. Who even cares at this point? (laughs) Like, future and Sierra have not been together in in so fucking long. Let it go, niggas. And they, I mean, future be high off his ass complaining about a baby mama like three times. Times a week and on don't Instagram. he got another baby coming right now? I believe that he just had another baby. Right, with there you go. There so, so I mean, bigger just, fish to fry. Like so many other. They both had other kids since then. So let's just all move. One more than on. others, but. <laughs> anyway, so it's longer. Men can have thirty kids in a year if they want to. Mm, that's a hard fact. Women have to actually grow them niggas, so <laughs> it takes a lot more work. I'm not even gonna get into <laughs> no, all that. No, I know. We know how yes, I feel about the that. Beauty. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, so this week in Hot Tops, Pacific Rim. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I just want to see how many people are not going to do it. (laughs) So. (laughs) It's the way you looked at me after you said Rim. (laughs) You're so proud of yourself. (laughs) You'd be so proud. (laughs) 
Okay, so, so much to discuss, even though I definitely hopscotched my ass over some of this shit y'all threw my way this week. Some of it we not gonna care about. Because, I mean... (laughs) We just not. Who should? You know how we are. Um... First and foremost, we're still uh, on the high that Beyonce gave us last week with Homecoming because she's just decided that, I guess, um, she's going to enjoy some time off. She's not coming back to us for a while because fuck y'all. Yeah. And then at the same time, y'all could just have some of this other stuff that we, you know, sure. have had on deck, haven't really been using. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> um, as well as, like, I guess a challenge for my new <laughs> sickening cover. Um, and I'm just going to have the Parkwood children upload those things for you to enjoy, raise yes. my kids. All of you can suck my ass. Good day until I see you all again. Get your Solange tickets, girls. <laughs> peace and love. Like, I just, so. Though, because like I sat there, I probably watched Homecoming another five or six times same. after we got out of because we didn't even really get to watch it the first day right because it had just came out earlier that day and plus I felt like I had already seen it but of course Beyonce the editing and everything is just like you have to go back and watch it and then I was obsessed and had to watch it over and over but the best part of this past week for me has been these where is the formation world tour DVD shirts what (laughs) in the bloody name I said actually just spit in our faces Beyonce just do it I love her she is sick of us. She literally put our number one question on a t-shirt and is selling it for $40 in four different colors. And I'm getting one. Where's the DVD? I'm probably going to get them the, all. Oh, I already bought two. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just, the we, nerve of the song. Right. And niggas is like, I mean, I'm about to shirt, but for real, where is the DVD? It don't matter. Buy the fucking shirt. It might come out on Netflix. It might not. It don't matter. I know that Blue was cheesing ear to ear when she uploaded those shit to the fucking website you know she was you know she was like full out cackling like they gonna hate this one ooh (laughs) just in the PJ in the fucking private jet scrolling down and like from her ghost account and cackling at all of our reactions she was sitting there you know in them fancy ass headphones they give kids when they in like loud yes she just sitting there in her headphones just crying laughing everybody mad for real now girl like oh yes we get to the like I picture Blue open mouth laughing with her tongue out absolutely at us giving more of our coins to now they're trolling Mm -hmm. as they've done before we had the boycott Beyonce shirt we've just had like I bought that in two different sizes as well (laughs) but I haven't worn it so much because plenty of people don't get the joke like they missed that shirt and I always get a stink eye from somebody when I leave the house and I'm like first of all picture me being so brazen (laughs) like really girl really girl like get hip sis look at me twice come on now a white woman on the upper west side flagged me down with her toddler and was like what did Beyonce do I said I'm not wearing this shirt outside right white women are in distress no no so I can't do this this isn't what that was supposed (laughs) to be we're not gonna do that no more so yeah before I let go is now a (laughs) challenge as we said last week Beyonce scalped me woo and left me to sew my head back together. Mm-hmm. That was your job. After releasing, first of all, this entire live album that we didn't deserve, didn't know was coming, and then... It goes so hard in the gym. It goes off in the gym. Dog. Like, honestly, I can walk to the gym, work out, and walk back home. Mm-hmm. 
And and we just get into the end of before I let go. Like, right, it's perfect length for a workout. Um. So the cover that she did, by the way, of Frankie Beverly and May's there before I let go classic Negro anthem. Mm-hmm. Um. Frankie Beverly said it's a highlight of his life. Oh wow! Did, you hear did about he this? know? <laughs> Oh, that makes me so happy because so I know all, some of y'all have been like before I let go purists and you don't want to hear no remix or a cover, but like Beyonce did that. Like nobody, I'm sure there have been ignorant fools. Yeah, there are people who are like, don't nobody want to hear that. Womp, womp, womp. Girl, yes we do. I want to hear them <laughs> fuse together when I get to the function. Yes, like, but it fucking slaps. And your DJ shirt. Yes. I mean, they're both, what? Anyways, so. And it's different enough from the original tour. It's like, thank I you. like both. Thank you. I like both a lot. Thank you. Anyway. Exactly. Anyway, apparently he uh, he got like a, a preview of it. Like once they had, I guess, yeah. finished like the draft that they Somebody were comfortable from with. Parkwood flew out and they got to him like the clip. play it for him. Yeah. So he knew. I guess he maybe just didn't know when it was going to come out or mm-hmm. in which capacity it was going to come out or whatever. But like lived for the way that she released it as well. And. <laughs> Honestly described it as one of the high points of his life. Oh, that makes me so happy. The iconic Frankie Beverly. I can't. Can you imagine Frankie Beverly being like, this young person had such a profound impact on me, a musical legend? Especially because, you know, a lot of our our legends, and I mean our legends, Mm -hmm. will be very quick in their, their, you know, legend status to be like, I don't give a fuck which one year Beyonce's, Mm -mm. you know, wants to do my shit. I'm the only girl who can touch it. Fuck off. And in many respects, like a lot of people like it's all you can really do is be like okay I get yeah, it you know right so it's like that's Frankie Frankie Beverly girl like you not finna argue with that man <laughs> he made before I let go you not finna do this <laughs> so but Beyonce's version is is truly great I know so niggas in New Orleans are going off I know y'all are just twerking the fucking paint off the walls down there and, and I it can't just, wait to see it it just so the before I let go challenge was also a reminder to me that I am no longer a young person. Oh no, because child, guess whose knees is not doing all that? First of all, it's not even that for me. It was just like when the challenge was uh, revealed. First of all, <laughs> that dance is long. <laughs> first of all, there there's a, a, a sheer burst of energy that I can't even mm-hmm. describe as positive or negative when you. When you see that Beyonce has an Instagram story available. I actually took a screenshot. <laughs> because that was like a historic moment. What? What's happening? <laughs> what is this? And of course, there's nothing but videos of these people. But yeah. that's also fine. But then I was like, okay. Ten years ago, I would have known this whole thing by now. I would have oh, already submit my entry <laughs> For consideration you had been on the story, for yeah. the Insta story, I would have already like I don't even know all the words to the goddamn song yet. You know mm-hmm. her little new parts, damn. And I'm just I was like I don't feel as attached to this song yet as I would have as a younger queen <laughs> because I have shit to do. Yes, <laughs> like, too old. My <laughs> actual work in life has kept me from really diving as deeply into yeah. this well, you know, you as I would like it. to. You had to finish scripts and all that. You That's not even... Very fancy and professional and important. This and isn't... things to do. Beyonce wanted you to finish your work and email it to your boss before you got up on the internet. This isn't a lot of assumptions. Not, Nobody said anything about this. It's actually zero assumptions. So... <laughs> it's actually zero assumptions. Thanks for that, Beyonce. <laughs> the reminder that I'm now an elder. 
Um, oh yeah, when she said niggas take it low and then take it lower, I said, "Girl, I know this is for the under thirties. Shit, <laughs> sis, you know better, bitch. You finna make my knees clap with all that hoe. We ain't doing that. Uh uh-uh. uh Um, <laughs> she also like put out a, a choreography version of Formation with just the dancing. Oh, she put out God, yes the original demo to Sorry, which okay. I said so. This was clearly recorded before Jay-Z was done acting ass. Like, that's really how mm. I felt about it. Because that ver- the demo version of Sorry is very nice, but it is not as angry as what made it onto the album. <laughs> and Sorry ended up being a precursor for Don't Hurt Yourself, which was <laughs> right. truly the angry bitch anthem that I needed in my life. I actually never get tired of that. But Still one of my favorite Beyonce songs. Yeah, when I heard the demo, I was like, yo, this nigga... Like, he really was on her fucking nerves. (laughs) He really was. Like, a lot of it, a lot of the lyrics are like, you know, how she changed, you know, me and my daughter are going to be all right to me and my baby. And Mm -hmm. she kind of moved lyrics around about how this nigga been following me all over the world and I ain't answering. Yeah, I caught that too. (laughs) All right, sis. You was clearly tired of this nigga. I just wondered, like, why... Why do this now? Why put the sorry demo? Because again, right? And I was, at first, I was like, maybe it's to remind the hive that no matter how much we may be discussed with Jay Z's actions, she's still not gonna go nowhere. Honestly, I think that I just felt like okay, homecoming is out, mm-hmm. so that whole thing is 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 done, and she's probably you know coming down off of the high of that being released Mm -hmm. and the album being out and then the anniversary of Lemonade. So it's just like, oh, let me just fuck with y'all and laugh at your your fuckery. Blue gets a kick out of you guys losing (laughs) your mind. So just doing some fun shit. And I know she does because her mama does. Because them Formation World Tour DVD shirts are disrespectful. They're very rude. (laughs) And I want them all. So like, damn, is she on the burner seeing all this? Or is it just her own regular Instagram comments? Either way, Beyonce knows what we want. And she is spitting in our faces. I think they also put Lemonade up on Spotify and Apple Music. Mm -hmm. And like each account was standing on Twitter and others was oh, being, yeah. like Apple Music was like we stand forever the queen lives on it like it was just like Apple Music sent me a notification bitch lemonade available now girl let me tell you what sis I'm like, it's girl, over on Apple good and damn well that was already in my iTunes bitch do not play I mean, with hello. me <laughs> y'all already knew I actually was surprised that so many people only listen to music via streaming services yeah i'm getting i did not really know that people like limited themselves like that like if it's not on streaming then they just not listening to it the reason i can't deal with that is because especially in new york city service is so like hit or miss but most of the streaming services will let you download stuff to your phone so you're not you don't have to stream on like yeah but then what is why not just then download yeah you know i don't know i don't know maybe it's me but I've just felt like I didn't want to, why download it and take up the space on my phone or whatever if I could just buy the fucking shit and then... I mean, yeah, I try out new music definitely through streaming, but stuff that I know I'm going to want to keep forever or stuff that's not available on streaming, I will just buy. Like, I ended up buying the entire Aladdin soundtrack just to get Robin Williams singing You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me. (laughs) Girl. I did. I had to buy the entire soundtrack. They make you do that. They do. They know I was like, doing. the one fucking song you know we all want to hear album is only. the one. Yeah, yep. album only. <laughs> we don't care about your feelings, bitch. I said, wow, how fucking rude. But 
what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Lemonade. So now that it's on streaming, I guess more people are listening to it, getting their life again, which is great. But what I did not expect was for both of them albums to be in the top 10 on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Both. Bitch, Hello. There ain't a shred, not one drop of new music. Hey, guys. <laughs> come back to work for I what? Know, I just, you know, missed the iTunes charts, decided to come back for Kiss a little bit. my ass. <laughs> Here, your girl's going to have a sprinkle of that. Oh, man. Going back to breastfeeding. Which reminds me, I was so happy for Lizzo because her album came out. And oh, she yes. was right behind Beyonce. And then she hit the number Didn't one Didn't take spot. too long either. I said, congratulations, girl. That's a bad bitch. I love the album, too. It is. It is it's really, really good. Tracy Ellis Ross posted a video of herself dancing to my favorite song. The one about how I'm my own fucking soulmate and mm. I ain't got time for these niggas. I saw that actually. Because I love myself enough, bitch. And if you ain't got it, then oh well. And I was just like, yes. Me I love Tracy when Tracy posts and is just like getting her life and being like yes. inexplicably hot. She's so fine. And like She's so fine. regular at the same time. It's like, I know Tracy Ellis Ross is single because she ain't met nobody worth it. Worth it. Boots. I 100% know that. Because look at her. Like... It's just nothing but wealth and fineness and, like, having my shit togetherness dripping all over her. These regular-ass niggas, you know, delivering delivering the Frito-Lay snacks to the middle school. They not. (laughs) You got to give Tracy something else, okay? She needs some substance. You got to come in here talking that talk, nigga. So, I just loved it. Shout out to Lizzo. On the other side of the Knowles coin, apparently, um, Sir Matthew is... Working on a Destiny's Child musical. Did you hear about this? I'm gonna guess. Headline, and I said, "Hang it up, Matthew." (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the thing. I felt pretty much the same way when I first heard about this. Then I read some of the comments, or you know, the statement. It's actually not an iOS press release. It's a real release. On his website. Is Matthew's name... Matthew's first name is only spelt with one T? Yeah, you ain't know that? I don't think I did. What? Matthew Knowles has a website? He sure does. MatthewKnowles.com. Of course he does. Yeah, logo and everything. Why? Well, it says here. Beyonce's not mad at him, but... So I'm gonna leave it alone, but girl... It says uh, from him, I, this is on the website, I want to pull back the curtain, explains Knowles. I feel it's time to give the world an opportunity to hear, see, and feel the victories and failures that I've had as a husband, father, and manager who risked everything in pursuit of fulfilling <laughs> dreams, those of mine and others. And then it says, told from his perspective, Survivor the Destiny's Child musical will start its roller coaster tale at the point of humble beginnings and travel through a captivating storyline addressing the layers of evolution, good and bad that Knowles faced during his pioneering climb into the music industry. Ultimately, the, sh- the story shares the message that building a dream takes sacrifice, even at the cost of everything and everyone you love. <laughs> <laughs> you are a horrible person for laughing I mean, so what, deeply. What the fuck kind of line is that? <laughs> They're building the suspense. They're building the drama. Oh, God. I didn't know he had a PhD. Oh, I didn't either. He's Dr. Knowles. He graduated from... Is it honorary? Oh, yes, it is. Sir, why are you calling your... Wait. Are you allowed to talk about... (laughs) Can you call yourself a doctor if it's an honorary doctorate? Hold on, no. Dr. Knowles possesses an MBA in strategic planning and a PhD in business administration. Okay. From Cornerstone Christian Bible College. Okay. Work. But he also has an honorary doctor of humane letters from Fisk that he got in 2008. Okay. So a real doctor and a fake one. Certified. I see you, sir. I'm into that. 
Well, I don't want to see Destiny's Child from Matthew. Yeah, no, I'm not going. I, (laughs) however, I'm not going. I am less turned off by the idea of a play that has this big girl group we know about and their story as like the background, background, and the play itself being more along the lines of this guy who has fucked up, who has maybe, you know, made some some mistakes but like I could see this being a good musical mm-hmm. I'm still not going to go right. simply because I am i don't know how I feel about Destiny's Child already having a musical you know what I'm saying <laughs> I don't know like I feel there's that there's dream girls and I don't know I feel Aki about it and then secondly I've just never really been like I haven't even seen Hamilton I haven't even seen like good musicals oh, yeah. yet yeah you're not a you're not a musical type so you can't just get up and leave it's awkward I love musicals but this I don't think I would go see unless it was like definitely billed as like a nigger ass event you know like Chitlin Circuit kind of um <laughs> venues like if if this comes to New York it absolutely has to play at the King's Plaza in Brooklyn like wow. there's no other options just like Ianla just like set it off when the set it off play came to New York it was out there it's got to be out there and it's got to be like good old fashioned nigga shit so I can go and have a good time but like otherwise I just I've seen enough stories of grown men who need to act better and just don't what Mm, that's fair. I've seen a lot of that. Well, he's working with um, he's working with an industry brother who writes and produces, directs, and is also apparently from Houston. His name is Jacarius Johnson, or is it like Jacarius? Jacarius. Jacarius. <laughs> um, I hadn't heard of him before. I'm sure people who are more into the maybe into the, the theater scene are familiar with him, but apparently he has worked on stage productions that include um. Redemption of a Dog, Snoop Dogg's biopic musical, and Set It Off Live. Oh, yes! Yes! (laughs) You might want to get you a ticket. (laughs) I'm fucking going! (laughs) That's all it took. (laughs) I knew it! (laughs) So there you have it. Redemption of a Dog and the Set It Off Live. Bitch, I'm going! I think you might want to think about that. That's what I'm saying. Like... I Oh, I have to. I have to. Okay. I don't oh, hate it I'm, as much as I did when I just read the headlines. Take back everything I just said. So. I'm absolutely going. <laughs> <laughs> See you girls there. <laughs> I can't wait either. I love nigga plays. I love nigga piece theater. It is my favorite. See, this is... <laughs> <laughs> That's like worst case scenario for me. I feel like at least if I go to <laughs> if I go to a, a production, whether it's a musical or just a regular play, that is good or even decent, mm-hmm. more than likely someone had to talk me into going, but I'm gonna really enjoy myself when it's all said and done. Okay. Some shit like this where it's cringy, I have no it's not like in the movies where you could just be like, all right. <laughs> out it's like when you get up and leave church before it's done like but not with jesus because it's just like people be looking at you like oh so you're gonna be that girl (laughs) (laughs) like you just that's how you feel about it you don't have to leave but it's okay to like make fun of what's going on on stage at nigga peace theater now see people do it all the time we clowned through set it off and still loved it 
it was everything. So <laughs> I feel like with with niggas, it works both ways. You can't do that at like Broadway or off Broadway, but at King's Theater, you can't ho. <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> oh, at the Apollo too. I've seen Nigga Peace Theater at the Apollo as well. And it was a good time. So. God bless us. I can't wait, actually. Just Every... wait. Let the tickets be on sale now, bitch. I'm logging on to Eventbrite right now. Speaking of ticketed events, um, Nicki Minaj is preparing to go back on tour this fall with one Chris Brown. That's right. <laughs> the Barbs, the Barbs <laughs> and the 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 Browns. The, I don't know. Are they breezies? <laughs> the breeze, the breeze hive. No. Breeze, breeze, breeze zone. The breeze ways. Breeze. Maybe not. <gasps> the for breezes. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> the breaths. <laughs> so know. what do they call themselves? I don't. I. I feel like I know. I. I so it's just Team Breezy. Oh yeah. It's, it's just, just Team, team breezy. breezy. You're right. Um, which you know what I fucking appreciate because the nigga called himself Breezy Team Breezy it there sense. it is yes. it's so much Not better a than like lot of deduction going on oh the the daffodils I don't like what <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing um so yeah Nicki Minaj is apparently so first of all she got rid of a ton of her management that she's been working with for like ever which um it's a good sign depending yeah. on how you look at it I mean, Beyonce got rid of her management and she leveled up. So I'm looking forward to what's Quite next from Nicholas. Yes. Good for her. Because, you know, you can't. it's only so long you can keep doing the same shit. If niggas not going to grow with you, then it's time for me to grow without you. I mean. That's just that. So good for her. Because after they had her booked in, like, <laughs> overseas venues where nobody had vetted the event and her dressing room was just a curtain up on a stick and all, <laughs> with a printout of her name on it. Oh, my gosh. That. How did Remember that happen? That? In yes. In, like, Shanghai or something? Yes. Like, how you get booked for international shit and it's this fucking janky? Like, yeah. Fire if those people weren't fired at that point, they should be thankful. Fire everybody. That's right. Um. So, yeah, Chris Brown has got new music out. He put out some song that also sounds like how much Chris Brown loves Michael Jackson. I don't even know. Like, it, it sounds like, you know what I mean? I do. One of those dive hat wearing ass sliding through the middle yeah. of the road ass songs that's <laughs> yes, like, oh, this sounds so nice, Chris. Thanks. Okay, I don't have to go listen to the it. Chris Brown, my mama likes. Yes, exactly. Yes. She really liked his cover of This Christmas. I was shocked. Oh, yeah. A lot of people love that cover. It is a really good cover. So, that is just so sweet. You know, niggas on Twitter argue every single year about which one's better, Chris Brown or the okay, original. We're not. We're actually not going to do that. But I mean, it literally happens every 300 <laughs> know, and some odd days. That's a lie. It happens <laughs> every single holiday season. I see y'all niggas, niggas really argue tried. about this. No, you niggas tried that. That is I don't know why. That's not up for debate. But Chris Brown's version is, you know, very cute for the young people. Let them have it. It's it's fine. It's cute for like it's it's cute for like um Sunday school and like, you know, your little church. Yes, you know the the kids. If the youth, kids are youth, doing a performance. The youth program. Yeah, you can have the Chris Brown version playing in yes. the background because you know them kids not gonna sing every word. So no, it could be that. <laughs> but all the church programs I've been to is like this. Christmas is way too secular for for them. They not singing that. It's got to be Christmas is about Jesus. Okay, it's oh holy. Hello, night. and that <laughs> is that, that on top of that. I don't care about your love, nigga. <laughs> you better love God. Um. Chris Brown also just released a, recently released a song with um with Nicki and Okay. 
the the G Easy Boy. I don't understand how I never hear about shit like this. Like Chris Brown and Nicki Minaj are very famous. How did I not hear about this song? I think this song like just came out. I mean, I literally just listened to it maybe the day before yesterday. It's called Wobble Up, and it's just so funny to me that Chris Brown is is still Chris Brown because you got this like you got this like. R&B, little more soulful pop song from him that's like, oh, this is so cute, Chris. And then you get this type of record that's like, wobble up on my dick, suck my dick. Suck my dick from the back. Beautiful. Big, long black dick. Like, like, what are we? From the back. (laughs) That could just be the refrain. I'm gonna nod in your eye, girl. (laughs) Like, what? Wipe it out. And then a verse from Nikki rhyming, you know, <laughs> sheep with Jeep or whatever else. Right. <laughs> like, Bunch of different variations of ass and, I don't know, crash or whatever. I don't know that this warrants a whole nother tour, but, you know, do whatever y'all want to do. I think that, um, I think that this is, uh, for people who enjoy one or both of them, it's going to be a good show, granted. They don't have technical difficulties and drama and the like. What happened to her European show? And I thought she was I think that's touring where it's the done. U.S. in the fall. I mean, yeah. This. Did she say, no, but what happened to Future? And oh, the, remember that, she said she was going to do... Well, no, I don't think... Oh, did she say that she was going to do the U.S. leg with Future? Remember, it got pushed I thought that she just took schedule. Future all off of it altogether. She was spo- well, maybe she did, but she said that she, she was, was going to do... She was going to do the U.S. after Europe this fall. It looks like it's going to be Miss Onika along with Christopher. I wouldn't be surprised if g is opening for the both of them or whatever. And I don't know what the tour is called, if it's going to have a name at all. Okay. But if you like these niggas, I'm uh, certain that you will have some semblance of a good time. Yeah. So That's going to be quite the crowd. There's not much information about it yet, but we're quite excited about it. Um, and I guess... Wendy Williams says something shady about Chris Brown oh, Lord. not she coming on time it. or whatever. <laughs> and he like, he responded to it on Instagram, but it wasn't horrible. Really? It wasn't, bitch, if you don't shut your drunk ass, drug addicted ass up, that's why yo pussy can't keep a man or whatever. Like, I definitely thought it was going to be something along those lines. It was like a Yamla was sitting next to him and watching him type it okay so it was the and bad, like but a lot right like be. allowing some shade to come through <laughs> okay. but just not violent yeah, shade pop my butt pop pop my butt all right let's move on <laughs> um, chris good i love that girl so this young lady britney taylor from love and hip-hop nope what's her stage name Britney Taylor oh, from fuck. Love and Hip Hop. Okay, well, fuck. <laughs> um, oof. One of the other girls threw a shoe at her at one point, and some years ago, I believe. Um, what else? What else happened to this child? What are you saying? They, the girl took a shoe off and threw it at this one. I don't remember anything else that happened with this girl. This Nobody. happened on the show. Yeah, this happened on Love and Hip Hop. I don't know her from anything else. Which Love and Hip Hop? New York. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't know who you're talking about no, at whatever. all, because I don't watch it. So. You can Google her. Her name is Brittany Taylor, and she allegedly comes in every flavor or something. I don't know, whatever the fuck her saying is. <laughs> and um, she claims that she was uh, viciously punched in the goddamn eye by one Remy Ma. <laughs> so, well... <laughs> last week... I mean, that's kind of how most of us responded to I it. I mean, that... 
checks out. <laughs> Could very well be true. So last week she, uh, Rem- I'm sorry, not Remy, Brittany uploaded a picture of her with this swollen black eye and she claimed that Remy Ma punched her in the face. Many of us sort of reacted the way that you did and <laughs> ultimately <laughs> believed her. Yes. Remy Ma we're talking about. I mean, she's gone to jail for, for this type of shit. She's so. placed bullets into bitches. And we and she's not like shy about being real about that. So Um So Brittany is apparently lawyered up. I don't know if she's what the damages is that she's seeking or what it is that she's trying to get out of this, but um says here that she's cooperating fully with the NYPD criminal probe. Oh, God. And calling on any witnesses who may have uh, an account of what happened or video of what happened. Now, according to Brittany, um, Remy, I guess, approached her about an incident that took place between Brittany and Remy's stepdaughter, I think her name is Dej, Dejeuner or something like that. This is Papoose's shop? Yes. Okay. But you know, they claim both of those kids oh, like no, they made them together. Oh, no, I know, because they've been together probably since Yeah, since they were like, like tiny, tiny, right, tiny. So right. they're like their parents. Those are like their and kids. And that's real, yeah. So, Rooney uh, claims that she and Dejeuner had an incident in Miami where um, she defended Dej from, a, from an abusive man who was beating on her and then she claims that remy said that that's not what she heard or something like that and punched her in the face okay and well, that's was kind she of really where's where's this dangerous that person to, to is clear it, up? it remy hasn't really said anything about it she posted a picture where her man her baby and okay. <laughs> i'm sure at the you know suggestion of her legal team right was told to shut the fuck you, up. Right. Because she's still on parole, I <laughs> think, until August. And you will go right back, girl. Oh, see, I don't want to believe that you did that with a brand new baby and knowing your parole is going to be up in August. I don't want to believe that, girl, because that is fucking stupid. Now, let me just say this, right? I guess we'll see what happens and what how this story actually went about. I mean, if it as played out right on now, Love and Hip Hop, it could just be a storyline. Mm. You don't think so? Love, I don't know. They filmed those things super in, in advance, but I feel like New York ended not. I think Hollywood is next, or or Saturn, or wherever the fuck else Mona right. is going. <laughs> so it just seems like sort of a and and regardless, like why this chick is really sitting up here with attorneys. I mean, Mona, are you going to that um, length? Yes, for actually. the show. <laughs> Every time one of them decides to sue somebody or, you know, they sex tape leaks, they always run to a lawyer or whatever. And it's like an issue. This girl really got punched in the face. So okay, so then, so if she really did get punched in the face and Remy really did do it, then I need to know, was she actually protecting Remy's stepdaughter from some nigga who was being abused? That's what we're saying. Because if she was, then Remy is dead wrong. That's what I'm saying. We can only take this girl's word for it. I would imagine that this young woman, Remy's kid, comes up to her, tells her from her own account what happened, and that is why Remy. Yeah. I'm assuming that whatever she, what Remy heard from her yeah. kid, whatever the daughter said, is, is completely yep. opposite from what this girl is saying <laughs> right, to her. Right. And me as Remy Ma, I'm gonna believe my daughter over you. And I'm also assuming that what happened to this. To, to Dejeuner or Dejeuner I'm sorry if I'm butchering this child's sorry, name girl. but 
I'm assuming what happened to her may have had something to do with Britney. Just from remembering her antics on the show, I'm not even going to say that this girl is lying. Mm-hmm. We'll just figure out what happened. Regardless, Romy shouldn't have put hands on her, you know, especially given the situation <laughs> right, that she's in. Right. But I am, like you, very curious as to what actually happened that led her to possibly punching this kid in the face. Right. And if you deserved it, Cause you may have, if you lying girl and you was just fucking around with Remy, my stepdaughter, and you got clocked in the face, then oh well, like if it just you happened to you. <laughs> but my opinion, you gotta take a punch in the face sometimes, girl. Like, but my opinion and the opinion of the Department of Justice are not the same. I might say, oh hardcore, you was talking crazy shit, bitch, and so you got your shit rocked, and that's just the way shit shakes out. But you know, the parole officers and the uh, prison system, they don't really look at it like that. So I really don't want to believe Remy Ma just had this gorgeous baby and seems to be so happy, and all these great things are going for her, and she risked it for some bitch. Like, who is this? Some girl child, in damn way, right? like, like it can't be. Come on now. So, you know, I guess yeah, y'all will see what happens on Love & Hip Hop, but... <laughs> I'm sure this will be on the next season of Love & Hip Hop in some capacity. I would hate to see Remy Ma go back to prison. But with can a, you a imagine over some kid that we don't shit. even know shit about? Girl, see, that's I what I think I'm she saying, has a song like, with Trina, too. I would also believe my daughter over some random, you know, bitch on a reality show. Like most people would. However, I'm going to draw the line at putting hands on her because I have too much shit to lose. And you would really think Remy Ma I already internalized this lesson. Like, you've been to jail and they didn't just keep you there for like 30, 60 days. You weren't there for maybe even four or five months on some Chris Brown shit. Like, girl, you was in prison. Yeah, you were in prison, prison. For years, bitch. So it's like, I don't even understand why you would risk it. But bitches will also try you knowing you on probation. That's also a hardcore fact. We just don't have enough information. We don't. Not enough facts here. I've been I've been playing Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. So great. We don't have enough info here. We have to continue our investigation. That's right. Cover more clues so that we can figure out who done it and why. I just love that you just dived right into this game. (laughs) I can't stop playing. It's amazing. I can't stop playing. The rules are ridiculous. Like the scenarios are utterly upset yeah intentionally like, there's a new law in the city where every trial has to be done in, in one day and it's like what yeah. <laughs> so so the day after something happens like somebody got murdered on Christmas Eve and they had the trial on Christmas Day and I'm yeah. like this is it <laughs> I love it <laughs> but I do love the game I'm actually you know I'm pretty good at it not to brag but I love Phoenix, it would be hard right? to not be good at it and Dan and Rampa it is <laughs> It is fun, but yeah, we just don't know enough about who did what and why in this situation to judge appropriately. Right. I just hope Remy didn't really violate her parole behind some goofy Some little foolishness. Girl, it would just be so girl, unfortunate. Uh uh. No, man. Like, mm, come on now. We're too old for that. Like, I know we love to fight. Everybody loves to fight. You don't even have like a good, good homegirl who could have gone and punched the girl in the face on your back. Somebody else. And now you, she talking about anybody got video. That lets me know at least she wasn't dumb, dumb enough to do it with the love and hip hop cameras around. But That's what I'm saying. I think this girl really still. punched her in the face on some real life stuff. And the funny thing is, like, I mean, it's not funny, but. <laughs> Like, maybe two days after this story came out, I saw this video just randomly browsing YouTube. I saw this video from... Is it Genius that does these? Um, It was Remy Ma, like, judging the this, like, list of new female rappers. Other people's lyrics? Well, they, like, played clips from maybe four or five different uh new women in rap. Okay. And then she had to, like... 
judge how she felt about them. And then in the end, she basically picks which one is her favorite. And then they call that whatever the name of the fucking shit is. I can't gotcha. remember. But it was like Tierra Whack, Cupcake. Um, who else did they show her? Some girl named Mulatto and some other folk. Um, Mulatto? Yeah, girl. Oh, my God. But <laughs> when she was listening to Cupcake's verse... It was funny because Cupcake said something about punching a bitch in the face. I don't remember what, how the line goes. Um, and Remy said, I love when... <laughs> <laughs> Remy said, I love when female rappers be talking that I'll punch you in your your face shit. I just love that. It was like two days after <laughs> that thing. And I was just like, yeah, Remy has hands. Yeah. You and know she'll she use them. And you know she will. So. Well, God bless everybody. This girl in her eye, Remy Ma and her family, Bye. and everybody involved. Um, so, rapper Dave East caught oh some flack. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Nothing. I just was not ready. <laughs> For that? Yes. <laughs> you reacted to it so fast. Oh, because I just... <laughs> you know, I think it's the tequila. Oh, God. I'm feeling Let's a stop. Warm. No, we're not going to stop. Um, so, big-ass bottle. Dave East... I guess got to his Instagram at one at some point and just casually mentioned how he feels Old Town Road by Lil Nas X is whack. Um, so I guess the the Nas X tribe, the yeah. Nas the Nas X streams, the little Nas tentacions. The so he got Maserati. <laughs> so the girls were upset with Dave East over his opinion or whatnot. <laughs> Lil Nas X, who's still on a high from his number one record, was interviewed on the Zach Sang show uh, and asked about Davey's comments. And he said, I've gotten this question so many times. And he, he said, I have the number one song in the country. I do not give a fuck about what Davey's to saying. <laughs> to which Davey's basically responded by saying, well, he not supposed to give a fuck about how I feel. And it was like the most casual mm-hmm. Tension. It, it's not even a real thing. This nigga basically just said that he thinks the song is whack, and people tried to make it into this huge dramatic thing. And on one end, you're dealing with a nigga in his opinion. On the other, you're dealing with a dude who has a kid who has a number one song. And why should he give a fuck about right. who feels anything about? I mean, his Both whole of y'all are valid. His right. <laughs> yeah. My one thing though about Davies though that I found interesting about this is like why this song? Out of all of the songs along the lines of hip hop that have come out since we've known about you even, mm-hmm. why are you picking this particular song to be like, oh, that song is whack? Like there have been so many fucking whack hip hop songs that have come out this year alone. Yeah. And I haven't heard Davies say anything about those being whack unless y'all want to pull up some beautiful bean footage. So I just don't understand the why the come for was present. Is the boy gay? Oh, shit. What makes you ask that? I don't think well, so. Well, because he was a Nicki Minaj stand, so I just assumed. I forgot about that. Is yeah. that confirmed? Yeah, he is. Maybe he's, he is. He tweeted about it, so I just assumed maybe homophobia had something to do with it because it usually does, but... No, I think that he genuinely just thinks that the song is whack, which I think I is valid. I mean, you don't have valid. to like... That's fine, right? That's the thing. Like, everybody has a fucking opinion, dog. And especially with the internet and social media, people are going to put their opinion out there. So if Davies don't like the song, oh, well, I'm sure he's not the only one. 
you know, shit just gets hyped up because everybody's on Instagram and they feelings and tagging they faves and all that. And it just turns into a big ass deal. But I'm glad if that little boy said, who gives a shit what Davies thinks about my fucking record? I mean, why should he? The song has done so successfully. And he's just like, he just previewed some other song he's working on saying like, should I come for the rock charts next? And it's like some punk rock song that actually sounds decent. Mm. I mean, as decent as an old town, old, old town road for country or whatever. I also saw some tweet from him that said something like, y'all keep threatening to post my nudes as if I'm ashamed of this blessing or something like that. He's, I saw that too. This kid's like, having the time of his life. He is. He's loving the fame. He's having a ball. <laughs> Give it to him, okay, bitch? He's having a great time. And I'm for it. At least, like, I can mostly understand what you are saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that you are attacking the music. This is what I said when we talked about Tower in the first place. I want to hear more from you. Yeah. And what I heard was really only like 30 seconds of a song that he may not even fucking release. But at least from what I've heard right now, you are clearly having a good time. You're not taking it too fucking seriously. And it doesn't sound like you just went into a studio and like picked your nose and belched on them into a mic and was right. like, oh, let's put this on the... It sounds like you're actually trying to do something different, which I commend, but he's still brand new. Like, all the girls, hold your horses. This kid could be a fucking serial killer. We don't know nothing about this motherfucker right. yet. Like, everybody calm down. Um, I just... I just knew he was appropriating yeehaw culture. I knew this wasn't really no country nigga at his heart. So, it's fine, but... You know, a little disappointed, but it's fine. The war between Tierra Marie and 50 Cent boils on. I hate slavery. So apparently, there was this story that came out that Tierra Marie has got a warrant out for her arrest in the amount of $5,000 after she didn't show up to court for this whole 50 Cent wants his money thing. Sis. Um... There's also the report that 50 Cent was granted um, access to, like, examine Tierra's finances so he can get closer to getting his 30-some-odd thousand dollars. Leave it alone! <laughs> oh, my God, Curtis. In the meantime, Tierra Marie has taken to her Instagram to continue posting memes. Here we have one of Tierra photoshopping herself onto this screenshot from Forrest Gump where he's running away from that busted ass car except Tierra's head is on Forrest and 50 is driving the car (laughs) she jokes y'all fuck with the album cover hashtag I ain't got it and she also posted another meme of 50 cents head photoshopped onto Angelina Jolie's Maleficent and it's got uh exclamation bubbles above it that says I'm thirsty for attention I'm sad inside uh Tierra Marie captions this one never believe a nigga named Curtis (laughs) 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 my my god even if he is your favorite washed up old school rapper Here's the real news. My lawyers are all the way on point. I never had an arrest warrant and spare change never trademarked shit. He was just trying to steal drip. He needs it bad. You see how this boy dress. Oh, God. Hashtag I ain't got it. Hashtag wanted. Hashtag get the strap on. So. Why? Why provoke somebody who you know wants to fuck with you? That's what I don't understand. I'm just lost from both ends of this. Like both of them need to grow up and leave. Ain't alone. you tired? You got nothing else to do. Ain't you tired? <laughs> like 
<laughs> yes. Ain't you both of y'all? Like, I understand that the the legalese of it all is, you know, a process yeah. and that is what it is, right? But the the incessant internet trolling, logging your ass into Microsoft Paint every day to make a new <laughs> meme, aren't you exhausted? Because you should be. I'm tired just looking at y'all. Both of y'all. It's utterly ridiculous at this point. Please let it go. Put this energy into something else. Something positive. I mean, and not music or blaze her. Just do something else. Go get a fucking job. Blaze. You remember blaze her. Her. (laughs) Both of y'all. Go find something to fucking do. Starbucks give fucking benefits and everything to part-time employees. Ho, you can get health insurance and all that 25 hours a week. You need to go apply and get out of our fucking faces. Jordan Woods was booked for something and allowed to speak further on that whole uh, drama surrounding uh, uh, Clorenthal Mm -hmm. as well as... um, Dick and then dip Tristan Thompson. <sighs> Daily Mail got these clips where Jordan says, My little sister was bullied in school, and I wanted to show her that I was bullied by the world. I don't know what that means exactly. I feel like I need to hear what ha- what she said before this for Maybe context. she means if you can handle bullying in school. If I can handle bullying online, then yeah. you can handle bullying in school. Right. Maybe I'm guessing that's, that's what it yeah. means. She says, I understood for the first time what it's like being a black woman in a just society. I'm assuming she meant... In a just society? Right. Um, an un- you're just, losing me, Jordan. You're losing I don't me. You're losing think you know. It's, it's like the opposite of what you meant. How can we be so disrespected and nobody can really understand to that extent until you have lived it? Which just sounds so much like the testament from... A black girl who has had nothing but privileged white girls as friends for probably her whole life. And really, honestly, nothing but a privileged white life. The only thing that's keeping Jordan Woods from being just like the Kardashians is the fact that she is black. Like, she has always been, you know, rich and grown up around those type of situations, those type of people. So she probably did think this situation was the first time that she experienced discrimination as a black woman. She's not correct, but that's probably the first time that she actually felt it, you know? I get that. That may be the first time that it was overt. But she's 21 and she was friends with the Kardashians. (laughs) Like... I'm going to give this baby some grace and pray for her on her way out the door. I tend to give black women more grace than anybody else. Fair enough. When I saw the quote, I was like, Jordan, this don't make no sense. And then I clicked the link and read the rest. And I was like, okay, so none of this makes sense. So So I'm going to just let you be 21 and in Nigeria and having a good time. And maybe now you know what it's like to be black, I guess. I don't know what you was trying to say, but... Whatever, Jordan Woods. I'm still not on Khloe Kardashian's side. Did you see that goofy bitch in her silk slip dress and some Tim's? You would have to <laughs> come and offer me information about this woman for me to see her. Oh, kind of I think the last thing that they did that I paid attention to was like when the trailer for the new season came out and it was all over the place. I watched that yeah, dramatic ass shit. She was crying that her business was all over the place. Like she didn't put her business. I was like, y'all cut this trailer together like two days after that nigga That's kissed her. Andy. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. So shocked. <laughs> Thrown her right on out. It's so crazy. Like a coincidence, right? Except absolutely not. Except it Those isn't. people know what they're doing. So good luck to Jordan Woods <laughs> escaping from that life. Here, here. And uh, 
Because that didn't make no sense, girl. I don't know what the fuck you was trying to say. You need to take your ass. Don't say nothing else unless you on Red Table Talk and Jada can edit it. Because <laughs> I don't know what that just, was. Sweetie. Just, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> You're so pretty. Just shh, go take a picture. Shh, I know Jada read this and FaceTimed her and the first thing <laughs> she said was just... just <sighs> <laughs> Right. Let's talk about definitions <laughs> first. Just, <laughs> like, I don't know what you was thinking. Was, just come back. Season. What season is Red Table Talk on? Was that just their first they season? They're about to start. I guess they're having seasons. You know. I guess that's what. I mean, I know they're definitely considered seasons, but, but I don't yeah, know if this been soon. like if this would be season two that's coming up or if I really it's don't three. Maybe three because I feel like I feel like it's been, been around for a, for a little while. Yeah. yeah, I think last season was their second. Everybody has seasons except us. Because we don't, I mean, what we don't take breaks. We don't take breaks. So, we do the show all year round. This whole thing is a season. I've been listening to so all many podcasts one. now that are like, we're taking a break for the summer. Be back next season. And I'm like, I'm like what? Whoa, wait a, wait, you what? Can, <laughs> you can do that? I'm like, what? Hey, and I'd be so upset too. Like, no, not 12 weeks without my show. Mm-hmm. But I get over it. It's like, wow, what? What a fucking concept. Could mm. we ever get away with that? I oh, no. <laughs> Just take three months off the show. We'll be back. For season eight. <laughs> I don't think we could pull it off, but maybe. Um, what else is there in this bag of bag of, of, of foolishness? That's I feel like no. most of the other stuff I didn't really care. That's good. You know, if you didn't care, I definitely didn't. So that's fine. So, oh, the timer looks blessed anyway. So, let's take our break, pay bills, come back, read your filth. Okay. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my, for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. 
Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so we're back. It is time for the letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. A lot of y'all sent in advice for the young woman whose best friend slept with her auntie and all that. And most of it was along the lines of, you know, just try to let it go because it's not that serious. Yep. It's not really none of your business. Like, I, I understand that. being uncomfortable, but it's just not that deep. I guess. But I just like. I mean, I couldn't come up with another answer. So Because that was just like, I can't. I keep putting myself in that situation and it just feels so like, bitch, absolutely the fuck not. But anyway, let's dive right into the questions this week. This first one comes from Garnet, who says, I love y'all so much. You have opened my mind and broken down walls I didn't even know I had. Hey Amen. Come on, Beyonce. All right. Regarding the LGBTQ community, I have always treated people for who they are, <clears throat> excuse me, and not what they look like or who they choose to be with because they are humans. I discovered y'all's show through DeVal and Kadeen's page after going back and listening to past episodes. I'm happy to say that I have grown more. Fast forward to today, I feel like I've come further than my friends in regards to the LGBTQI community. One of my friends recently sent a video clip of the show I Am Jazz on TLC. I don't watch it, but I've seen a few episodes. Jazz is a transgender teenage girl. The clip my friend sent was of Jazz talking to her boyfriend's mom while her mom and boyfriend were present in the room. Jazz was confronting her boyfriend's mom because she kept calling him gay because he's with a trans woman. Did you see this? No. So I do catch I Am Jazz every now and then. She has a black boyfriend, or did. Um, She was on the phone with the boyfriend, boyfriend's mama, and the boyfriend's mama was being incredibly ignorant, calling her son gay and all that for being with Jazz. And it was just like, oh my God, why? Like, this is so uncomfortable. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Anyway. My friend sent the video to the group chat and said, maybe I'm ignorant, but I agree with this mom. It took me a minute to respond because I had to gather my thoughts. But I said, when you're ignorantly speaking, the mom is right. Her son is gay or her son is gay because he's with someone who used to be a boy. However, we are not ignorant and we know better. Jazz identifies as a woman. Her boyfriend sees her as a woman because she is a woman. He accepts her. He accepts her identity. He is straight because he chose to be with a woman and his mom is too ignorant to accept that. His mom, he is not gay because he chose to be chose to be with a trans woman. And why does that label even matter? Damn, you went in. Go off. Gay people don't even ride that hard. Honestly. I mean, I don't know if you can say it used to be a boy. Well, no, but I think she, like was saying, she, the, she was saying I mean, yeah, like, if it. you're ignorant, then that's how you feel about it. Because, I mean, honestly, that's how people talk. They're not taking the care yeah, of no, being, like, I get it. unoffensive with their words. But, yeah. The other person in the group chat agreed with what I think and pretty much said what I said. But we both responded to her and said, that is your opinion and your ignorance. However, now I feel some type of way. This woman is supposed to be the godmother of my child. And what if my baby comes to me and says that they're trans or bi or gay? How is she going to react to that news? 
I want someone who respects the community because I recognize at any moment in life one of my kids may come out to me and not that I automatically think that's their route, but I'm not so ignorant to the fact that it is a possibility. I pride myself on getting educated for that reason. I don't know if I should go further with my concerns to her or leave it alone and cross that bridge if it ever comes up. Also, I'm starting to realize that I have nothing in common with these people, and now I'm struggling oh, to keep well up then, with the friendship. Bitch, but, Any advice, please help. Thanks and love you guys, Garnet. <laughs> so you needed to vent. Maybe so. Because <laughs> you wrapped it up yourself quite there, quite nicely there at the end. I think it's very real for straight cisgender people to be like, I'm trying to confront this ignorance, and <laughs> I'm already tired. But... <laughs> If you are tired after, like, one or two incidences of your friends being ignorant, just imagine how actual gay and bi and trans people feel dealing with, like, their experience every fucking day. Yep. So I think it's admirable that you actually want to work through it because somebody needs to reach the ignorant straits. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to be me. <laughs> like, I don't think that's my ministry. But I would love to see more straight people or more cis people, like, taking up this cause with their friends and stuff. We need to. The same way that we need more white people to hold yes. their fa- friends and family yes, and co-workers exactly. accountable as well. We can't do it by ourselves. Flat the fuck out. We've said this forever. If I were you, I would definitely revisit this conversation with my friend a, because I wouldn't want no dumbass, ignorant-ass friends that's just perpetrating, <laughs> <laughs> perpetuating stupid-ass, antiquated-ass bigotry any motherfucking way. And like you said, if I do end up having a kid, I want to know that the people who are around me that are supposed to be a part of the village helping me raise this goddamn child right. are not going to be toxic to said kid. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't think there would be anything wrong with bringing it up again and at least trying to get your friend. Because at least when it is uh, someone that you care about that should care about you, I feel like you have a bit of a leg up in the situation. It makes it, I feel like some people feel like it's harder to talk to people because of this, but mm-hmm. I feel like it should be easier because you should be able to have the respect for me at least to hear out what I'm saying And because of the connection we have, make an effort to actually process this rather than just vomiting back your, you know, same rhetoric. Lose niggas. Like, I mean, I know respectful enough and listen, but they not. Most people are not going to like actually take that into consideration. I mean, I get that. I get that. But I mean, at the very least, your friends and family kind of owe it to you when you have a serious concern to hear you out they do and then hopefully you'll get the processing and things like that if you don't then i think that you've gotten a red flag as in terms of who this person is Mm -hmm. and then you can you know learn how to move forward accordingly and maybe that doesn't necessarily mean throwing away that your whole friendship maybe it's just like okay well i know that if i have kids or whatever i just don't need you to ever be them around them she's the godmother though so it's like at this point, you got to reconsider whether that's even the position you want her to be in. Right. So I guess I would say, like, maybe talk to her one-on-one in person and be like, you know, let's just have a real conversation. You know, this is not for Facebook likes or retweets or whatever the yep. fuck else. Like, let's just be real and talk about the way you feel about trans people because I feel like it's kind of fucked up. And if she's receptive to that, like, my thing is always, ain't nobody finna be perfect about every fucking thing. All of yeah. us are problematic in some way. But mm-hmm. if you're not willing to acknowledge it and be better, that's where we have an issue. Once somebody comes to you and says, hey, this is fucked up for ABC reasons, it's on you to then do something with that. 
So if she's totally resistant to like in, you saying anything and oh well that's just a little boy who's confused or whatever ignorant transphobic shit she says then you know like from there there's nothing that can be done and you know you want to rethink this woman being in charge of your children's spiritual growth and all that because it's just like yeah. I don't think you're the one for this job but it's just it's hard because it a lot of people find it uncomfortable to confront family members close friends stuff like that with their bigotry but I really don't know how we're going to get past it until more of us are brave enough to do it. So hopefully you can get through to her and get her to change her ways about this. But if not, I don't see nothing wrong with being like, okay, bitch, we're not speaking no more. And I'll be damned if you're the godmother to my kids. Gay Especially or not. Trans or not. Exactly. I don't give a damn. Especially if you uh, then go end it saying, well, I kind of hate these bitches. <laughs> and I haven't seen it for them in such a long time. <laughs> So it's kind of like, here's your perfect excuse right. for dipping right on out of this. But good luck to you, because I know this is not necessarily a very comfortable conversation to have. Our next question comes from April, who says, I'm 26 years old. My best friend since childhood is 27, but going on 16. This girl, girl just can't seem to grasp the whole coming into yourself thing. For the past five years, she's been involved in an in, in an extremely volatile, mentally and emotionally abusive relationship with a mediocre-ass 30-something-year-old man. They haven't been together for about the past seven months, and thankfully she's been progressing and is even tiptoeing about going to therapy, and I'm truly so proud of her. However, this all came to a halt on Easter Sunday when this nigga tracked her down and shot up her car three times. Excuse me? Because he got word that she moved on from being with him. By the grace of God, my friend was not oh hit. My God. But she fled the scene and so did he. She came to me panicking and crying. And when I mentioned calling the police, all the progress she made slipped away. She instantly ran to his family and is now on team. He's mentally ill, so he didn't mean it. And I hope they don't catch him. <sighs> However, that's not going to happen on my black ass watch. After I cried, prayed, and took shots in my work parking lot, I made the decision to not only call the police, but gave them her info, too, because I can't enable someone who protects abusers. The police thankfully caught him, and he is being arraigned soon. The only thing is, now my best friend has done a 180 and is completely numb. She's not the same person, and the light in her eyes has quickly faded. She doesn't know that I tipped the police off, and although I know I did the right thing, I want to know if I'm wrong for not telling her about it. I'm conflicted, and also I realize I can't carry her bags and my bags at the same time. Am I dropping some of this baggage by coming clean, or do I keep my mouth shut and watch her sulk? I love y'all, so proud of you both. Sincerely, April. <clears throat> Not you got this mic. <laughs> this fool done took the mic out the stand like Jill Scott. <laughs> I I just don't feel like sitting forward. Okay. I um y'all be like, why don't you just ask us to build rockets? I like I don't even be knowing how to answer these questions. They're so tough these days. Honestly, well, because I'm tired of my boyfriend's blatantly awful. Should I break up with him? No, no, no. I mean, we know you should. Like, it's just like. Y'all be having real complicated issues. Mm -hmm. I totally see the complication and wondering whether or not you should tell her, you know, yeah. that you tipped the police that would off. That me up. I can't say that I have the right answer in this situation. <laughs> what I can say is what I would do, which is I probably wouldn't say anything to her yet. I would try to help her like heal from it, mm -hmm. move forward, get her into some therapy, take her 
for macaroons and desserts. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? I, I think maybe I would hold off on telling her until she sort of healed from the situation and realized that, you know, it was in her best interest that this nigga get missing anyway. Yeah. Um, and prepare for her to possibly be on some like you know, but early two thousands thriller shit where oh, she's just Lord. like, How could you? and doesn't want to speak to you. I mean, that's still a possibility. You mm-hmm. never know. But I think that if she's like really at a low point currently, I don't think that yeah. you going to her and being like, So I'm the one that got this nigga locked up <laughs> is gonna do anybody any good. I think you absolutely did make the right decision and you're you know, clearly aware of that part. Um, yeah. And I mean, the mere fact that he shot up her car could have killed this girl and she still had this sort of like Stockholm syndrome-esque attitude about it is evident that like, of course she's handling the situation like this. You know what I'm saying? Like she needed someone Mm -hmm. to intervene. So... I think that ultimately right now it's just about trying to be there for your friend and, and heal her and help her and focusing on that. Again, I think I would turn more so to the listeners for y'all's opinion on how you would handle the situation. <laughs> Personally, I don't think I would say anything to her until I can see that she's made progress and yeah. realized like the like the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Because then if you tell her like, so... <clears throat> Look, bitch, we done <laughs> had three Alizés tonight. Let's, I always choose Alizé. We done been drinking, you know what I'm saying? So I'm so proud of you, girl. You've come so far. I just want to let you know, don't hate me, but I'm the one. And you still, like I said, got to prepare. I'm bitch might tell you to get out. But hopefully yeah. she'll be like, thank you so much. Like, I didn't see it or whatever before, girl. Right. Honestly, I think I agree with you. She is kind of fragile right now. And she needs support of people who truly care about her. And I know that you are one of those people because you would not have called the police on this nigga if you didn't actually care. Right. The fact that he actually shot at her. What the fuck is wrong with niggas? It's so goddamn disturbing. And the fact that whatever she feels for him, whatever combination of like her feelings and her trauma or her bullshit or whatever because you can't tell me she ain't never been through no bullshit if she's still trying to protect a nigga who tried to to take her out she's been through something that makes her not value her own life as much as she values someone else's so i just don't think shaking it up by like her boyfriend being locked up and now her best friend being locked up is going or not locked up but she's gonna feel at this point probably betrayed by you And I would keep it to myself until she's at a point where she's like, praise God for whoever got that nigga locked up. You know? Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) And and really, the thing about this is, I wouldn't feel any guilt about not telling you because I've... Because (laughs) your nigga shot at you, girl. Like, it's not even that... It's not even like on Insecure where that nigga tried to come around after he ghosted Easter on her birthday and Molly Molly was like, nah. It's not even that. Like, the nigga shot at you, yeah. girl. Like, this is serious. This ain't yeah. no fucking game. This ain't fucking jokes. Like, you, your life could have been ended that very fucking day. I don't give a fuck about him. And you it's can go. so tragically common for niggas to behave this type of way and get that response from the women that it is that they're abusing, harassing, attempting to kill, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Like, And that is why it's so common. So, no, not even if this chick never, ever speaks to you again, I think 
you should stay comfortable in knowing that you did the absolute right thing because niggas need to get their fucking minds right. You like, I, I don't even. Yeah, this is trash. I, I, I just don't get it. And then when you get into, you know what? Maybe I'll save that for no. I'll just touch on it a bit now, and then I'll do like a full read on it later. Cool. But like, then you have motherfuckers who use this like term sjw which i hate with every fiber (laughs) of my being when you talk about things like the me too movement and how it's affected certain things especially in entertainment and like just anyone speaking up about you know equality protection of women of Mm -hmm. of of all kinds women of color trans women anything like when you talk about real normalized shit like this this is just a listener who's emailing us about her individual thing. This isn't a headline right. yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, because this is that common. This is that common. Shot at is that common. So when you hear people talking about these things, it's like it's a real life or death thing, and that's why it irks me to like no end that people who are ignorant and like look, everybody's ignorant. Like you said before, like everybody is ignorant to some degree just mm-hmm. by definition of yeah, the word yeah of course you can't know everything but there's like the this like desire to remain in your ignorance mm-hmm. your blissful ignorance if that is what it is at the like at the cost of other human beings who aren't doing anything to anybody I just I don't get it but yeah Woo, that nigga gotta go <laughs> and so I, yeah, I would just be more concerned about telling her once she was in a place where she wouldn't blame me for his actions, because I think that's where she's at right now. Yeah, I definitely agree. She'd probably be like, you don't understand. He's been through a lot. And that, and like, girl, I don't... she's not thinking clearly, clearly. She's not. She's not thinking clearly. So hopefully she can get back on that therapy bandwagon. You know, she can continue to make progress. But at some point, I really need sis to understand that a nigga threatening your life does not deserve your grace at all. (laughs) Like, that's really just the end of that. And honestly, her coming to that understanding is leaps and bounds more important than her knowing who got this nigga locked up. Absolutely, because it don't matter. The fact is that he shot at her. Any fucking body could have told. It don't matter. I mean, there you go. It don't matter. There you go. It don't matter. What matters is that she gets to a point where she doesn't feel like this nigga needs to to be protected more than she does. And hopefully he... He's probably actually not even going to stay in jail that long. But yeah, hopefully he not. leaves her the fuck alone when yes, he gets out. Hopefully. he may just be... Ugh. Anyway, I don't envy the thing. shit you're about to go through. Try and get this chick to get a restraining order or something. like. And niggas don't care. Like, you could tell a nigga, leave me alone. You can block his number and all that. They will call private all fucking day and bother your line. And like, you're not talking... We're not talking about some, like movie theater like one psycho nigga who's just obsessed no this is like a common thing i know women personally who have dealt with niggas who behave this way i don't know anybody who has been shot at by their nigga personally but i know niggas who have definitely been like predatory Mm -hmm. who've been aggressive and who have either been violent or have come close to violence all because a woman is not reacting to them in the way that they want or giving them attention or doesn't want to have anything to do with them anymore or whatever. And it's like, y'all niggas got all all of life fucked. Right. Somebody got to do something to get you you niggas together. It just, it has to stop. Because this kind of violence that y'all feel like... (laughs) 
like you you really feel this kind of ownership towards women and that's your woman or you know it shit was supposed to go differently so you feel like you can react violently to that it's just not okay it trickles right down to niggas catcalling in the street and you not responding and then all of a sudden you're every form of a bitch exactly is and and when you call out things like that it's back to the whole like here you are on a soapbox thing oh so where can when or where are you comfortable comfortable being flirted with or who do you let in nowhere (laughs) literally never and that's none of your business (laughs) let women go out in public like i just that's why the girls be at our clubs all the goddamn time (laughs) because they know that we don't see it it's like you know i understand that so they can twerk in peace yeah but i also understand women just not wanting to be violated nonstop. i tweeted that one time i was at some gay party and it was just like it, i don't know if it was a bridal shout like, like if it was some girl's bachelorette or something through. it was like a whole group of these white girls in the club and i think i tweeted something along the lines of like shout out to all the straight girls who be coming to the gay functions because you know that you can shake your ass in peace like you know you don't yeah. have to worry about and a lot of people like especially like queer people were like no they need to have they need to find somewhere else to do that and i was like i understood hey guys guys I as well. guys hear, hear me out i hear that i understand <laughs> as well can we all agree that niggas ain't shit right because a space for straight women is just gonna end up inviting men into it like it ain't no straight women only club cause niggas are gonna be like but you you have vaginas but I don't understand women it's all that pussy in the room you can't have a vagina <laughs> and no one it penetrated okay good luck Come to on, you guys. And, and to your friend especially I'm praying for her growth cause she needs it alright last question comes from Wando who says I'm 25 okay. I'm a half Nigerian half European mutt I recently <laughs> okay you, you said it you said it wow. <laughs> I recently started dating my white boyfriend he is three years younger than me we were friends before we started anything but he has had a thing for me since we met before I got oh wait Before I get into anything too heavy, let me say our relationship has been amazing. He's so supportive, understanding, and he Mm. fully embraces my blackness without overstepping boundaries. To top it off, the sex is amazing. Of course it is. What else? Let me tell you, he has been nicknamed Pete Davidson for a reason. Ew, what? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? That big dick energy thing, remember? The Ariana Pete Davidson thing? Where she's talking about how big his dick is. She talked about his out. dick size? Either she did or somebody else did, but it was something about Pete Davidson having this That's why he's penis. walking around with Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, that's why he's walking around still unwashed and all that because he's got what would white people call big dick energy. Anyway. He needs some um, <laughs> dial. <laughs> I agree. Wando continues, um, the issue I'm having is that he recently quit his job without having anything else lined up. Before you tell me to break up with him, let me explain. <laughs> he refuses to mooch off of me in any way to the point where if he has no money to go out, he will sit his, his ass at home. His roommate has her own successful business and has told him that if he watches the dogs and clean up the house, she will pay his part of the rent. She also pays him to do odd jobs for her. When he first left his job almost four weeks ago, he was applying to places and seeking out other opportunities, but he has since stopped doing so. And every time I ask him about places that are hiring, he doesn't seem to respond or he just avoids the topic completely. He is an artiste and wants to pursue a tattooing career, but seems to have made mo- seems to have made no moves towards doing so. I'm worried he's losing his ambition and will stay jobless indefinitely. I'm also an artist, but I have a full-time job while I also hustle on the side. 
I understand wanting to live your own hustle and that money isn't everything, but I mean, isn't it though? (laughs) My question is, do you have any advice on a healthy way I can approach the situation without badgering him or sounding like I'm giving him an ultimatum? I don't want to break up with him over this, but not having a reliable income makes it hard to be with somebody. I want to go out with my man and go on trips, but if he doesn't have his half, I don't see how that's possible. Love you guys. Thanks so much, Wando. P.S. He does clip his toenails. Jesus. The fact that y'all had to brag about your man clipping his toenails. The fact that you have to check. I can't. So what do you do when your white boyfriend decides to quit his job and not really do anything? So I'm going to be honest with you. I missed probably the first 40% of this letter okay, because well, I was reading about Pete Davidson's 10-inch dick. <laughs> Any questions you have, I'll fill it in. No, um, no worries. But, um, so the multiracial, uh, lass here, or lad? Lass. Um, is dating her white boyfriend. Mm -hmm. This nigga is now jobless and doesn't feel like getting up off of his BDE. (laughs) Gross. To go in and get his shit together. It's been almost a month of unemployment. He's an artist, you know, he wants to live off the art. But she's Yeah. But she's like, Yeah, nigga, we all artists, you know, me too. But however, you have to have a full time job to pay these bills until you can How long have they been together? Three months. They're paying rent together? No, he lives with you really didn't listen. He lives with a woman who has her own business. And so she has said, yeah, the woman who owns her, his roommate has said, you know, if you watch the dogs and clean up the house, I'll just pay your share of the rent. And she pays him to do odd jobs for Mm -hmm. her. Odd jobs, okay? Like popping into that pussy. (laughs) Wow. Did you see that video of Sophie Turner? No, I didn't. (laughs) She posted that on her she posted that on her Instagram stories. The other day, after the episode of Game of Thrones aired, and I screamed. <laughs> oh, wow. I know you have to watch it. It's okay. Anyway, this is not Wando's issue. So, yes. I, she doesn't want to break up with him. Everything else is great, but he doesn't have a reliable income. He won't go out. It's been they a month. Go on trips. You've been dating that. for three months. It's mm-hmm. been a month. Unemployed for Of this nigga not. <laughs> Having a job. Right. I, uh, I mean, just don't break up with him. Like, I don't know what. Let me tell you something. She doesn't want to sound like people, she's badgering him or giving him an ultimate. Then fucking her. don't. Like, what? You don't. Tell her. If you, okay, so if him. If, if, if your, like, way of life. It's not affected by whether or not this nigga has a job. I guess aside from where y'all can go on a date or not or whatever. Yeah, trips and shit. Then you dating this nigga for three solid months who's just hasn't he's been unemployed for one month. Yeah. I don't even let me tell you something, honey. It's a couple of people who could probably write into this motherfucker and be like, <laughs> let me tell you a one goddamn thing about right. William, okay? That nigga hasn't seen a check in like three solid years. Mm-mm, I don't know how you And I'm still it. here with him. Okay. I ain't got time for that. Lactating for these goddamn kids and all. Nope, 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 nope. I just nope. don't, you know, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the, the differences. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I mean, well I he's doing feel well. for you because it's the sort of situation where he could find another job almost immediately. Like, you never know. 
any day now he could get another job Maybe. but her issue is that like he doesn't seem to really be energetic about it like he's not like out there beating the pavement trying to find another job I guess and I why don't you just want to beat your pavement and worry about you <laughs> and just have fun until you don't want to have fun it's so early you act yeah, like this yeah. nigga ain't worked ever. you act like this is acrimony and this nigga's trying to build a battery don't do this and don't not, do this what a shit film <laughs> What an absolutely shit movie. But she might movie. blink and 30 years have gone by and she is acrimony. There you go. You don't want, you gotta avoid ending up like acrimony. But man. I mean, you're looking at the signs real early on, which I think is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, you know, if this nigga is so great and he's dicking you down and he draws pictures of flowers with your face in them and whatever else, then, you know, Give him some grace. Stick it out with him. Encourage him on whatever his little artsiness is. Mm-hmm. Be reasonable with him in terms of a time frame of all of that. Right. I mean, and then when it gets like excessive, maybe you could be like, hey, so. <laughs> you know, what you gonna do about a job, though? Blankety Blank is hiring. <laughs> they need right. people to stock boxes or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad he's not asking you for money. I feel like that's most important that you don't give there him one dime. That matters a lot. It does. Um, and also, like, this is... Taraji and Acrimony gave a million dimes. <laughs> You're 25, he's 22. <laughs> so, I think there needs to be a lot of, like, grace for just being young and trying to figure your shit out, which yes. is what y'all are going through here. But you don't have to marry this man, you know? It's only been three months. Like, just, what? If you love this white dick so much, then just fuck him until you're tired of fucking him and then be done with him. And that's that. It don't matter what he make. You talking about... You want to be able to go out and go on trips and all that. And, like, trips is kind of a reach, if you ask me, especially at y'all's age. But, like, dates and stuff Mm. is very reasonable. Yeah. So, if he's not willing to do odd jobs, you know, around the house for his roommate. (laughs) You might be worried about the wrong thing. You might be, girl. Is she talking about she'll pay his half of the rent if he watched the dog? If he watches the goddamn dogs, that's all I got to do for a place to live? I feel like you need okay. to investigate that a yeah. little bit further because something over there don't smell right. You pop up there pop up there like Taraji popped up on that boat. Just like, oh, hello. I just wanted to know what odd jobs we was doing today, me and you together at this house with this woman. Where's she at? Like, that's really, I feel like that's probably where your attention is better served, but... <laughs> You know, you're too young to stress about this. If he still doesn't, you know, if it's been two or three months and he still ain't working, and at that point it's been, you know, as many months without working as with working in your relationship, then be like, look, I'm not trying to waste my time with somebody who ain't going to work. I feel like this was a storyline for Lynn on Girlfriends. This do sound like some Lynn <laughs> shit. Lynn was constantly... This so sounds like Lynn. Lynn, little miss, let me go to college instead of getting a job. Let me just collect these degrees and <laughs> run around. Lynn just you know? not doing just, anything I'm else. just light-skinned and <laughs> confused Oof. about things. Girlfriends and... <laughs> was so good. <laughs> Lynn was really a mess. But yeah, like, I just think... They were all a mess. We get a lot of letters from people who are age like 18 to 26, 27 and y'all be really bigly stressed yeah. about things that mean almost nothing. I was watching this again. I think I watch more YouTube shows now than I do like actual cable television. I was watching this thing called Is it called Spectrum? It's like this the New Time Warner? 
No, not, oh. not that. I knew that's what she was going to think of. <laughs> You're right. No, it's it's a show that is called Spectrum, and it's on a, a channel called Jubilee. But basically, they have, like, different people from, like, the same group or culture mm-hmm. who will, like, stand in this, like, it's almost like, it's like a small warehouse. And they have these lines that stand for, like... Uh, some would agree, some would disagree, agree, strongly agree. Oh, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. And then someone off camera like says a statement to them and then each of them goes and stands where they, you know, feel how they feel like they answer and then they discuss it. And then it's like, do all black people think the same? There's one that says, do all women think the same? Do all men think the same? Do all Asian Americans think the same? Do all Trump supporters think the same? One of them was, do all teens think the same? And this girl, this little black girl was like, I shouldn't be this stressed out at this age. <laughs> you shouldn't. Trying to worry about what my life is going to look like at 25. When I tell you I cackled with my mouth open, <laughs> I was like, oh, you poor baby. I totally get it. But Man, like, sis. Please. Girl, you got God to willing, <laughs> you'll be at 25, just running around here, not really knowing shit, hanging out. so young. Having a good time. Like, isn't that age around the time your brain is finally done yes. developing? Like, give yourself some It time. was for me anyway. So much of my early 20s is a blur. <laughs> and I mean, to be honest, my mid-20s as well. A lot of it is a blur. I think 26 into 27 was the moment for me when I was like, oh, adulthood yeah. like i d- and yeah. i'm still trying to it's kind of garbage navigate that navigate that vehicle but there are much more important issues to be stressed out about whether your white boyfriend of three months is going to get a job is not one of them yeah but a lot of young people are they they are used to hearing the you gotta be this you gotta get ready for that all and of everybody that time on social media like Social media is setting a lot of unrealistic expectations yeah. for these kids. It is. Yeah. And nobody's really, I don't know how many people are, are really sitting down, like adults sitting down with young people and saying to them like, okay, girl, so this shit ain't really going <laughs> to kick into gear, kick into gear right. until like around here. Right. This is what you do in your 20s. Don't yes. be just like a slovenly, disgusting, like ingrate. But don't like think me. that you need to. <laughs> yes. Much like myself. Don't follow my example. But also don't think that you need to have like your picket fence yeah. picked out and seven degrees yeah. and, you know, husband, wife, child, dog. Like that's just not how it works. Yes. And you may not need or want any of those things ever in your life. Yeah. God willing, he gives you a long one. You may not. You may hit you 26, really 25 and be like, oh, so hate niggas or hate women. Um, <laughs> Children are gross. I'm going to get me a yep. nice little bird. <laughs> and I'm a chill. And I'm fine. A fire stick. <gasps> like Polly on, on Phoenix Wright. Polly was giving out all the clues, nigga. That bitch was <laughs> spilling all the tea. Oh. <laughs> when I was like maybe late teens, like going into my 20s, my brother was like a young teenager. He got a bird. He got like a cockatiel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you hate it? Oh, God. I feel like he didn't get rid of the bird after a while just to spite me. Yeah. Like, because I think that I was probably the first person, and maybe the only one, to, like, passionately demand that the bird be removed from the home. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, after a while, the bird started to get on his nerves, too. But he was just like, I'm not giving that care. bitch the satisfaction. <laughs> right? Oh, God, just endless fucking noise. 
beautiful creature, beautiful, but did not belong at home yeah. at all. I just want you young people to stop worrying about whatever it is you think matters so fucking much because it probably does not. Girl, look, if anything else, or if nothing else, look at the adults. Yeah. Period. You see how trash they are? That's the tweet. Just look at the administration. Just Here you go. what's going on. Look at these white people lying to us right in front of our salad every fucking day. <laughs> every day, girl. Look at these 70-some-odd-year-old white folk. <laughs> Acting a fool. Okay. 60-some-odd years lying ahead of you. Faces. The president. Far dumber than you. The president committed, I think it was 10 felonies that were uncovered in this investigation. Just And that's only in the redacted version of the report. That's not even including the 14 cases that were assigned to other, like, criminal jurisdictions or whatever. Girl, like, just look at the people who have achieved so much and are in the highest positions in this country and how much of a hot fucking mess they are. And you will realize that your life is just fine and being stressed out about some white boy with great dick and no job is, like, utterly pointless. Sweetie. He's 22 years old, girl. In a smooth five, six years, you're going to look back at this situation with this nigga or without this nigga and up. be like, damn, that was fucking stupid. Remember that time I was stressed out over a white boy and then you and your friends are going to cry Like, laughing. at brunch, fully cackling yes. at yesteryear. That's just how it works out. It is, and I want that for you. So, you know, good luck to you and all the other young people struggling with transitioning into, transitioning into adulthood because it is hard. But yes. Y'all are worried about a lot of the wrong shit. It's and definitely check out that that thing I mentioned it was good I like watched those videos back to back which thing the spectrum thing I talked about oh right 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 there was one that was I like I do want to see that do all Christians think the same I mean there's no <laughs> all of everybody don't think the same as soon as you say does all blank the answer is automatically no yeah no I mean I, I think that that's like obvious or whatever but mm-hmm. it's more so just to see to have like the conversation Spark and to discussion. see people discuss yeah. it and stuff like that and I think they do like a whole bunch of other shows that are similar or whatever but Somebody girl some of these argue. shits were so good the do all women one was so good and the do all Christian ones one got spicy and of course do all Trump supporters made me oh, made my man. ass itch because you know homegirl that homegirl who won the make America great again dress to the Grammys or wherever oh, she went black bitch. she was on there looking and acting and sounding the fool of She's course along with a whole bunch of, it was just did you see her build the wall dress and mm-hmm. had like a fence on it or whatever she's like, an idiot stop like a hardcore dumbass bitch. yes a mess I'm gonna check that out it sounds good you one of them niggas out. was like like uh, there were like maybe two black people in that one this older black man who I don't even really know if he knows that he's on planet earth oh my God. but he said something like I don't remember what the question was it had something to do with race and I, he said something like the black community oh like we all have the, the same issues like as just people Americans no, like you know like there isn't like issues that are specific to the black community and homegirl with the, the the wall dress she gonna say no there are like issues that are specific to the black community or whatever whatever and then she goes off saying like you know inner city violence oh, voter fraud or whatever yeah. the fuck so I was like oh of course those are the things that you're going to say voter all of the fraud. horrible things that like y'all are doing <laughs> right that you're trained to think she's that she's absolutely a Republican. Like that woman is not on nigga's side. She was so excited to say that America should build the wall and do all this uh, other fucking okay. stuff. Like, all right, girl. Anyway, it was interesting shit to watch. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Uh, good luck to you and everyone else who is young and struggling. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We will be right back. 
Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so it's time now for the read. It is. You can go first. Okay, great. My read this week is directed to Carlotta Brown. Mm. She is the new principal at James Madison High School in Houston. Is it the high school from Boy Meets World? Oh, that was James Adams. Never mind. Go ahead. Shout out to you for remembering that incredibly random piece of trivia. Yep. I probably would have thought, yeah, it is James Madison, but it's not. Anyway, um, Carlotta Brown has implemented a new dress code for parents. They will be turned away from the school if they show up wearing bonnets, pajamas, rollers, leggings. <laughs> what? There's a whole list of things that parents are no longer allowed to wear when they come pick up their kids from this school. This teacher, or this teacher, this principal is fairly new. I believe she implemented this same um, set of rules at an elementary or a middle school that she also worked at. It turned into an issue this time because um, a Shut woman. Up. So when I saw this uh, story on Twitter earlier, people were like reacting to it. And my question was, why is it that what a parent wears to like drop off or pick up their kids at high school matters at all? I would love to know. My mama literally did not go inside that high school after the first day. For what? <laughs> For what? Like, at this point, you are 15, 16, 17 years old. You can figure it the fuck out. It's not elementary school. And mama is not coming here and walking to, you, to your class every day. So I did a little extra dicking. And it turned out that they... I did. I was like, I need to understand why this is an issue. Because it's a fucking high school. Yeah. So, turns out that they had a woman come up to the school in a t-shirt dress and she had a scarf on. She was there to enroll her child in school and she was turned away. Not just turned away, but the school actually called the police to remove this woman from the property. Oh my God. Because she wanted to see the parental dress code that she'd broken. They came out with this dress code literally the very next day. So it didn't exist officially when she did it but i guess after they saw her in the office with her t-shirt dress and her scarf they decided that it needed to be an issue so here's the thing i come from you know uppity niggas they might be uppity in a country sense but they uppity nonetheless 
And I understand that a lot of the, you know, hashtag educated blacks, this woman is a member of AKA, member of Jack and Jill. You know, she's in all of the elitist black organizations. She has that very much that background. I am not surprised when black people who consider themselves to have risen up out of the ghetto decide to turn their noses up at people who they perceive to still be in the ghetto. It happens all the time. And, you know, I would I would venture to say that most people I know consider it inappropriate to go out into the world in a bonnet, scarf, whatever else, rollers, mm-hmm. house shoes, etc. I concur, mostly. You know, the reason I don't wear a bonnet every day is because I don't want to be judged and also because I know it looks like I'm you know, probably deathly ill or whatever else. Like, you know, when I see people in bonnets in public, I assume something went very wrong that day and they're just trying to get shit done be- and get back to the house or whatever else. Like, <laughs> I-, I just assume most people don't deliberately go out and, like, get important things done in a state of half-dress or undress or whatever else. But none of that matters because my point is it don't matter how you feel about T-shirt dresses or house shoes or scarves or bonnets. The fact of the matter is that no one should be banned from enrolling their child in a public school because you don't like what they have on. Point blank, period. It don't matter if you say, well, you would never wear that to a job. You would never wear that on a date. You would never wear that, blah, 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 whatever. Man, I'm not else. here to... It don't matter, bitch. It do not matter, ho. You know why? Because how you feel about what I have on does not mean that my child doesn't deserve a quality education. You can feel however you want to about it. You can set up... You know, in the office, get on y'all's G-chat. Every, all the secretaries is clowning this bitch who came up to the school looking all raggedy and y'all all laughing about it after she leaves. You can say or feel however you want to feel about it. But this woman's child should not be barred from going to school because some uppity nigga don't like the way she's dressed. That is absolutely fucking absurd. And then to call the police on a black mother for trying to enroll her baby in school. Are you bitches out of your fucking mind? Is it not always, how come more parents ain't involved? How come these hood rats don't want to come up here and see about their kids? How come y'all skip parent-teacher conferences? How come y'all never buy Kleenex for the class? How come this and that and every goddamn thing? This woman is actually making an effort to make sure her child gets their education and y'all mad because she's not dressed in the way you like. Bitch, it don't matter if she's dressed in the way you like because you ain't no fucking body. This is a public school funded by taxpayers dollars and therefore if i want to walk up in that bitch in an old navy tank top and some booty shorts that's gonna be what the fuck okay maybe not booty shorts but you know i i agree that you know stuff that is showing the ass or the genitals does not have a place in school but if my mama or anybody else's mama ever came up to the school in a bonnet or a scarf or whatever else it was probably because she had to come in here and handle something and her hair was not ready to come down yet i mean you know what time school starts always assumed do you know what time school starts our school started at 7 15 a.m right 7 15 a.m bitch i don't give a fuck how you feel about my hair at that hour of the i day. used to see moms come into well i shouldn't say moms you know moms guardians but that's whatever the, this is directed towards women there's right. one rule in this dress code towards men that says no saggy jeans it's like they threw it in there just to, just to make sure yeah. they said it but it's about black women because first of all the shade primarily black women are the ones taking care of their kids but also black women are the ones that you want to make sure are controlled who you want to make sure are fitting whatever you decide is acceptable or respectable in your school. When I used to see, and it was quite often, 
uh, women come down to the school for whoever it is they look after. Um, uh, many times I would see them in a t-shirt dress, a muumu, a bonnet, a scarf, flip flops, just whatever. And my assumption was like, God bless whoever they're here to give because they probably had, gotcha. they probably yes. interrupted, they interrupted something yes. they was doing. They was either in the middle of getting something done or they was in the middle of being incredibly comfortable. And now here they are mm-hmm. when they would probably rather Child. be wherever it is that they just left. And if I'm that's all I thought. And come to this school in her muumu, then get Guess what, bitch? It's because you did something outrageous. Right. And you better be more worried about her knocking your head up against the fucking wall than what she got on in this damn school. Like, I just can't believe y'all decided to make this about parents when literally parents are ever only going to be inside the high school to handle something important. And it's just not that serious. The kids already have a uniform dress code. So this has absolutely fuck all to do with them. And parents are not enrolled in school. They are not coming here to sit up and be under your faces all damn day. So a parental dress code that honestly says anything other than don't have your nipples and fucking clitoris out at the school. I don't understand it. Like, what is the fucking point? I'm not here to get my education. I already did that. I'm here to enroll my enroll my baby. I'm here to make sure my children get their education at this free ass public school. And y'all telling this woman that she can't do it because she got a scarf around your head and you think it's ghetto is just it's ridiculous. Because the thing is, you don't know what anybody else has been through. People have been arguing me about well, you're arguing with me about this all day saying, you know, good and damn well, our mamas taught us to never go outside looking crazy like that. And you know, that's trifling and you know, that's trashy. It don't matter how I feel about that. I'm not that woman. I haven't walked a mile or even a day in her shoes. I don't know what trauma she's been through in her life or this fucking morning. I don't know the circumstances that led her to coming up here with her head wrapped and in a t-shirt dress. It might just be regular hood rat activity and it might be she went through something stressful and she's just trying to get her child enrolled. But regardless, her child deserves an education and y'all are trash for this policy. And that's it. I mean, I don't really understand what that matters to anyone. We're not talking about a kid again. We're talking about a grown-ass adult mm-hmm, right. that is trying to take, you know, the responsibility of getting this child Calling the police. School. Black people calling the police on a black woman. So I just don't even... Just garbage, man. The police... It's just like another one of those things where it's like... How you feel about somebody Same. is one thing, yes. but that doesn't mean that you get to like impede on this person's rights, yes. that you get to like strip them of respect or or equality or, you know, just basic humanity. Right. It's one thing to be like, now mama know that she is wild and out of order for having this big ass Tammy Roman ass bonnet mm-hmm. on in the schoolhouse coming to pick up their baby yes. or whatever. But to 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 deny them like... To deny them and their child access to this school for this kid's education, and then on top of that, An call education police. That is their right. <laughs> it is to, their right to, to a call public the education. police on top of them. It's disgusting. It's just like it's disgusting. I don't even see an excuse for that. It's it's uppity niggas hating on poor black or working class black or ghetto black or whatever you perceive them as niggas. That's because, all it is. Because this is absurd. And you know good and damn well a white woman could have been wearing her, you know, yoga appropriation finest. Mm-hmm. And they would have, even if they had an issue with her wearing her Lululemon leggings and her headscarf or whatever. Walk right in sweating. Headband, right. She could have came straight from Pilates 
police and they might have had an issue with dripping perspiration all over the place. But you know what they wouldn't have never done? Call the police on a white woman and I dare you to lie to me or to you about that shit, bitch. You know good and fucking well you wouldn't have never called the police on a white bitch trying to enroll her child in school. Get the fuck out of here. I just can't believe niggas are really acting like that. It's in weird. 2019, she's trying to put the baby, not even baby, high school ass person in school. Yeah. Let her enroll this child and let's move on with our fucking lives. Thank you. That's I mean, good. I definitely came from a family that was all about that same thing. And like, you know, where's your belt? Even if my pants didn't My mama sag, would have like, literally never, but that's not the, whether exactly. we do it is not the point. Because what we think is proper is not what the law or the rules exactly. should be. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm but saying. But niggas are really having a hard time with and that. And that statement can be like rippled over so many other different so many topics. Like in many accounts in life, people need to learn how to mind their own fucking business. Woo! more and let people live like a lot of things just don't even really call for your opinion Mm -hmm. much less like your actions because y'all really got it backwards a lot of y'all will ignore like screams yes. from the apartment down the hallway or whatever because that's Some not your business. Some nigga shooting out their girlfriend that in the car. That ain't none of my business. Let me stay in the house. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not even going to get involved in that. No right. But then let a woman come up to the school in her scarf and you got all this shit to say about how she knows she was dead ass wrong for that. How you feel about her clothes means literally nothing. And that is an, a very important lesson that all you hoes should internalize. How you feel about something does not mean that that is the rule or the standard that everybody else should live by, period. Especially in a public school environment, girl. I be goddamned. I hope this woman sued the shit out of y'all. All right. Well, for me this week, two quick things. Uh, well, not really quick, but two things. Uh, first of all, Spoke earlier today about um, Nigel Shelby. Nigel was a 15-year-old boy in Huntsville, Alabama, who commits suicide after dealing with unrelenting bullying at school. Um, This is a story that obviously hits home uh, really heavily for me in many ways. Um, It's not like second third fourth time i feel like we've talked about a story like this in the span of this show alone and then not even specific to like gay black this is not even the first gay black boy right this so just it sucks because every time i almost feel like i wish i could have spoken to this kid and and gotten them to understand that you can like get out on the other side of this yes with a a, a completely fresh perspective. It doesn't mean that like you're going to graduate from high school and go and get you a job or whatever. And homophobia goes away or mm-hmm. bullying goes away. But and it's another thing that I sort of like, like flashed, flashed me back to when I watched that dude think teens think the same thing mm-hmm. is just this mindset, like the pressure that is on you when you're a teenager is intense in a lot of ways and when you're older you look at these kids and you're just like you ain't got shit to motherfucking complain about and in many accounts they don't understand how easy they have it i wish i could go back to 16 hello like girl do you understand 16 year old me with 31 year old me's mindset would change the game i would be i would be marseille martin (laughs) (laughs) i would be like there it is way more accomplished so it's like i I have been there. I've been the 14-year-old, the 15-year-old that wanted to cut my wrists, that wanted to hang myself and do all of this fucking shit because of people being disgusting. So I understand completely, like, 
I just, I relate to this so much and I'm really heartbroken about it. Um, but again, he was in from Huntsville, Alabama, where he went to school as well. Um, one of the local stations out there, WZDX Huntsville, posted on their Facebook um, a story from Rocket City Now, which I guess is a like a, an LGBT group in the in the city, and um, it says people in Huntsville speaking out against LGBTQ bullying, and. Some man named Jeff Graves, who oh, is the no. read, oh, no. posted this comment on the Facebook uh, page. It says, um, Liberty, Guns, Bible, Trump, Barbecue, that's my kind of LGBTQ movement, which he just got from some t-shirt that, I guess, caused controversy from a barbecue place. Hold on. Liberty, Trump. LGBTQ. Liberty, guns, Bible, Trump, and barbecue. So, I mean, there you go. But there's no other B. It's just LGBT. I guess the, the other Q. Where's the from? Oh, know. barbecue. But barbecue doesn't nope, start with a Q, it doesn't. you fucking dumbass. It sure doesn't. The fact that I'm more offended. There you go. <laughs> because that is outrageous. Like, that is dumb as shit. I mean, like, there you go. <laughs> it's on the shirt. Look at the shirt, too. Now he bought a shirt. Liberty Gun. Well, I mean, he just copied Trump. this shirt. LGBTB. That's literally like... Yeah, but you, you understand how the BBQ doesn't start with a Q? It's you like fucking Q-B-B. idiot. <laughs> you fucking stupid piece of shit dumbass. Oh, y'all are assholes. So Jeff continues by saying, I'm seriously offended that there is such a thing such as this movement. Here we are. Such as equal rights. Society cannot and should not accept E-X-C-E-P-T. This behavior. I have a right to be offended and will always be offended by this fake movement, which requires no special attention, but by persons with an altered ego and fake agenda. So if you could even make out what Jeff Graves is saying in this situation. Wait a minute. It's like, it's like a, it's like a dumb ass sandwich. Like, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) like this nigga is like the sloppy Joe of people. Yes. Um, I agree. If I could even properly surmise what it is that this nigga is, uh, uh, like, attempting to even fucking say It don't here. make sense. Like, does he think we all have straight, cisgendered, like, tethered somewhere? And we're just... <laughs> and we're... The queer ones are just the ones who snuck up from underground and took over from our straight counterparts? Like, what is he even trying to say? What does this mean? What he is trying to say and failing to is that... I am homophobic. Okay, thank you. I am transphobic. Yep, that as well. I don't give a fuck that this uh, young, innocent teenager um, was encouraged to take his own life because of people's nasty, unfounded, nonsensical Mm -hmm. behavior and comments and bullying. Um, I don't give a fuck about nobody but me. And my white ass believes, and this country would be so much better if you would leave it to us Caucasians and everybody else would die or simply let Trump put them in cages <laughs> and throw them in the ocean or whatever. Uh, meanwhile, um, y'all country wouldn't even be nothing to talk about without us, but all right. There's that. But here is the kicker. Jeff Graves is a deputy with the Madison County Sheriff's Office. Holy because shit. Of course he is. So... He was put on blast um, to the office. They sent him home on administrative leave, of course, and probably said to him, look, these fags are probably going to be upset for the next six to seven days, right? So go home, you know, Shake it off. watch People's Court and, and a little bit of Matlock. 
And we'll see you next week, brother. We'll have cupcakes waiting it's for you. It's probably seven paid days. Right. Kelly's going to bake you a Brent. I know how much you love her her green bean casserole. She's going <laughs> to bring you some when you get back. We've got this. We're here for you. Team Blue. Whatever. Uh... So... Again, like, I just want to say to all of the people who feel like their shit opinions that don't make any fucking sense about homosexuality, bisexual people, the LGBTQ community, your idea that we have some sort of agenda as queer people to, I, to, I guess, infiltrate your television. Don't nobody like y'all like and that. Like, we don't even, my nigga, like... <laughs> if y'all left us alone, we would literally never speak to you. <laughs> we don't want nothing to do with the straights. Okay, maybe some of the dykes do. They have a thing for your straight girls. But right. otherwise, we are good over here. Niggas are literally just trying to fully mind their own fucking business and like pay rent, you know, have sex maybe, you know, and enjoy whatever this life is supposed to be. Much like niggas tell white folk all the time. Like, girl, mm-hmm. ain't nobody trying to come over and just be like, here, the country is is ours now. We shall shackle your feet, O'Faze, and you shall pick the cotton for us. Like, I mean, I am. <laughs> but everybody else ain't. Niggas want to watch Homecoming. You know what I'm saying? Blaze up. <laughs> Obviously, I'm like exaggerating, but you know what I'm saying. Like, what I'm gonna do at home? Niggas just want to mind their fucking business and be afforded the same rights and respect as everybody else. I don't even give a fuck about how you feel about me, even outside of my sexuality. You could like that I cuss too much. You could like, I mean, you could dislike that I cuss too Mm -hmm. much. You could hate my face, my the fact that I say like 300 times a sentence. You got a great beard. Nigga, hate on your beard. All. Kinds of things about me. Nigga. And, like, I still have to make this motherfucking rent. Like, many of you also have to. The problem is, y'all be thinking that your little comments and your, oh, it's just my opinion and, oh, but the Bible says, all of these comments, you feel like, oh, well, it's just your right and you have the right to to disagree with it or to be offended by it. And then you send your little ashy-ass, knuckle-dragon-ass bastards into the world to go and torment these kids (laughs) who may not even really have a fully sensed or fully formed idea of what sexuality is, what their sexuality is, Mm -hmm. how their queerness even works or whatever. And they got to deal with your ignorant-ass kids that feel like their ignorance is okay because you just is ignorant you stupid fucking worthless bitch i'm so tired of you niggas feeling like you can be passive aggressive in your homophobia your transphobia and any other form of hatred and you're just you're not you know doing anything or whatever because it's just your opinion no nigga like i've said this a million times this is really life and death for people because motherfuckers who go out and take these opinions and 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 enact violence behind it, whether it's verbal or physical or mental or emotional or whatever, they feel just the same way as you. Maybe you yourself are not going out here and tying, you know, gays up to the back of your car and driving them down the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you're... And you feel like that makes you tolerant. The fact that you don't actually, actually like actively discriminate. I'm going back to the video I watched again. Do all Christians think the same? They had like lines of different kinds of people. There was 
a black boy who who I, I don't remember if he said he was gay or bi or how he identified. And then a girl who looked like she may have been Asian and she just identified as queer. And then it was this light-skinned black girl. And at one point, the question was, I... But it's not really a question. They just say, I support blank, 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 or I whatever. And then you just, you know, do your thing. And I gotta it was, watch this video. I support the LGBT community. That was the thing. And okay. then everybody went and stood in their place. I think this black girl was the only one who stood on strongly disagree. Oh, God. And her whole thing was like, you know, I love y'all or whatever. I just don't agree with your lifestyle. And the Bible says that blank. And so I just love y'all because it's Christ-like or whatever, but you niggas going to hell and whatever. Like, you know, the basic... I mean, I feel the same way about a lot of y'all, so... I have had actual women, and the the girl who identified as queer said, I have been hurt more by those kinds of comments mm-hmm. than just over and outward homophobia. Yep. Because what you're, it's like what you are, what, I can almost handle someone just being hateful to me because of who I am. But it's almost like you are saying, oh, I believe in God like you believe in God, but you know he hates you, right? And when you grow up hearing that, Mm -hmm. anyway, I know so many people, especially women, who love the gays all the live long day, love the live long day, love the slang, the memes, the gifts, just the key keys and being able to go out to the club and and twerk on us and not feel like that means (laughs) that you have to go home with us and all of this other type of stuff. And we just sitting here cackling with you and having a good time. And then a year deep into our little connection, I find out that Loki, you already condemned me. Like, so it's It's like when you perpetuate that thought process, all I'm saying is, Things, stories like this, Nigel Shelby, are going to continue to happen. And at some point, you just have to accept them that you don't give a fuck about these kids killing themselves because they're gay. And then maybe you even feel like they're better off being dead. Mm -hmm. Just don't dance around that, is all I'm saying. Like, don't dance around that. Because here you got a nigga who can barely read, write, or whatever it is, this Jeff Graves person. And he's an actual officer of the law. Well, it is Huntsville, Alabama. So probably all you got to be is white. But goddamn, dog. This is the kind of thing... Mind your business. Yes. Like, I feel like some some forms of homophobia are so casual that people just accept them. This is part of what we was talking about when the Nipsey Hustle thing came out because a lot of people are like, you know, they group homosexuality in with, like, whatever other they feel, like, is an undesirable characteristic. And I just want yep. people to get to the point where they don't automatically view gay people as being something wrong. And that's another thing that the black girl said you just reminded me of in that same video. She eventually ended it by saying something like, you know, you know, she equated it to pedophilia, oh, as many God. people do. And the gay boy was like, girl, now. <laughs> he was like, now you know those are not even almost the same thing. And even other people were like who didn't identify as gay or anything were like, mm, girl, so right. no. So right. And she sort of had to like stay there and try to stand in whatever her she claims her faith to be mm-hmm. while dealing with all of these people. Even some who also didn't really agree with it. Right. Looking at her like, you sound like a whole ass fucking entire she idiot. Does. <laughs> so, I just, like, my nigga... There's so many things that I don't understand about different 
types of people, cultures that I'm not a part of and things like that. And for the most part, I have the desire to learn or to get some sort of an understanding. But just like at the very least, there has to be at some point, again, where we just have respect for other human beings, especially people who for like centuries have been saying, (laughs) y'all are killing us. It would be so great now if you could tighten shit up. It's like, yeah, I don't know if if we just come into the world thinking that it's a common thing for human beings to want to have like a world of peace or whatever. But I, I, that's just not a real thing. Some people don't want a world where we can all coexist. They want the world that they want. And for many people, it doesn't include specific kinds of others and it doesn't matter how wrong they are it doesn't matter how much science proves that you ignorant as fuck or you don't know what the fuck you're talking about yeah. it doesn't matter how many other people can say from experience that you're wrong as fuck they're gonna stick to how fucking ignorant they are because that's just that's who they are and they don't have any interest in ever being anything different so it's just like you know this casual kind of homophobia quote-unquote casual is killing our kids Rest in peace. Not and I mean, if you don't give a shit, heart. that's that's your business that's or whatever. That's a 15-year-old child. Like, to feel at 15 that there is no point left in life is, and to know that so much of this comes from ignorant-ass adults who have influenced their kids to also be ignorant as fuck is just... I'll be so glad when y'all wake up and decide to start being hateful. If you don't want to take the time stop, to actually, sorry, like learn things like take the time to actually digest the things that people are saying to you and put it to action at the least take your ignorance and instead of of pushing that out into the atmosphere push out for yourself and for the people that are coming up behind you um just respect for the common person out there doesn't mean that you have to go out here and and be giving away free hugs or passing out sunflowers to every person in the street it simply in my opinion means minding your motherfucking business and having respect for human life yep i agree i just don't know why that's so difficult for so many people Mm -hmm. but especially because the very same bible you used to condemn us has also condemned you the very same Bible. I mean, don't tell them the truth. But you don't ever care about those parts. Don't tell them the truth. The her. same niggas who are homophobic as hell be having three kids by four different bitches and don't see no issue with calling out nobody else. So I just don't. I just wish y'all would focus more on the live and let live, love and be loved side of things as opposed to the acting like you got a heaven or hell to put somebody inside of things. But whatever. Y'all gonna do you. All right. Well, I mean, is that it? I, I was gonna pass the read. Maybe I'll save it for next week. Yeah, save it. It's already we're already over because it's hours. pretty long and it's a good one. So I don't want to like. Yeah, let's give her all it. of her attention. Is it? I'm I'm assuming it's a she, but it may not be. That's a woman. Yes. Okay. Well, do you want to save it or do you just really want to do it right now? I'm just gonna read it. Okay. Okay, so this comes from Alice. She says, it's long, I'm sorry. It says, Dear Kefiri and Chris, <laughs> I'm finna fix another drink then. I'm pretty sure you're going to get a lot of stories on this, but I just needed to vent a little bit on the situation going on at Howard right now. Oh, God! A couple of days ago, a video circulated all through social media discussing the complaints that the students have been having surrounding this growing issue of whites bringing their dogs on campus and treating the yard as their own personal dog park, which blows my mind. Toward the end of this, well, not really, but you know. You know. Toward, <laughs> toward the end of this video, one of the colonizers had the audacity to part his. 
had the audacity to part his thin white lips and state that this is our community and that if we have a problem with it, Howard should move. His thin white lips. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. First, the caucasity and the privilege of this asshole to even say this. Literally, in my mind, I did not realize that white people really feel like they should have so much control over any and everything in this world. Okay, Jordan Woods. I knew it was bad, but damn. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just joking. I'm kidding. Second, Howard University has been in Washington, D.C. for over 150 years. How could you think for one second that your white ass that has been in this area for a couple years at most has the authority to decide that an institution should just up and leave when you are the ones disrespecting it? There's honestly so much wrong with this entire ideology of white people and gentrification. Yes. The area around Howard University has always been a black community. Facts, it is the Howard community. For decades, the area was deemed as being ghetto or hood or unsafe, but now they remodeled some houses and add some luxury apartments. It's our communities to them. Get the entire fuck out of here. Literally. I added the literally. I love it. This disrespecting of Howard U by incoming whites isn't something brand new. This has been happening for the past couple of years, but nothing has been done about it. White people bringing their dogs on campus was nothing new, but I was officially blown when I would see white women running on campus and even white families bringing their blankets and shit onto the yard on Sundays and having picnics. Bitch, I truly wish. What the f- Are you, like, can you, bi- bitch. The utter disrespect and disregard for black spaces is unreal. Blows my mind that white people feel as if they can take whatever they want and get away with it. We all know that if one of them walked their dog onto Georgetown's campuses and a student well- complains, they would be all apologetic. But because it's a black-ass school with black-ass students, it's an automatic fuck you. Well, to that white man and to the other whites that agree with him, fuck you with all of my entire being. I honestly hope that when any Howard student sees y'all, it is automatically on site because you fucked your whole entire self up. You don't deserve to be in the same area that our school is in. You don't deserve to walk the same pavement of legends such as Thurgood Marshall, Zora Neale Hurston, and Kwame Ture. I hope when you're walking a dog... (laughs) When you're walking a dog... It sees a squirrel and drags your ass all the way down Georgia Avenue, bitch, because I literally despise you. Yes! <laughs> Them college campus squirrels ain't nothing to Let fuck with. Let me tell with. you something. <laughs> when Link sees a squirrel, we oh, stop. Like It's like slow mayhem. motion for me, and I'm like, no! And this bitch takes yeah. off. Thank God she's so small or she would literally drag me down the right. fucking street. I believe it. Birds, squirrels, she wants it's to fight. It's um, Where was I? Yes. And Howard, this is a warning for y'all to get your shit together too. Howard University is a private institution, meaning you can't just let any and everyone onto campus, Amen. tighten up that security, That's right. and get some signs to let these white people know we are not playing, period, with a T at the end. Build that wall. P.S. Sorry if it's too long and a little all over the place, but I've got all types of emotions going through me. Best, Alice. Alice, we're touching and agreeing. Yeah, I mean, especially after, you know, white people petitioned to have the Go-Go music not Hello. playing outside the T-Mobile no more. And niggas was like, excuse you, Go-Go is our shit, okay? What, are you You don't stupid? have to like it, but it's ours, and we're fucking playing it outside the T-Mobile like we've been doing. How, what, in, what? kind of gall first of all y'all gentrified do you have the nature to have neighborhood i even remember when the area around howard was black yeah and yet you white people have utterly ruined it and now you want to come up here and act like this is your own personal fucking park on top of that even with the luxury this and that or whatever that's moved into the area i just cannot imagine the type of nerve you have to be built with mm-hmm. to walk onto yes. a college campus a university and just be like okay spot you can shit right there 
Right. And like, if you don't, what? And the man said, if y'all don't like being a part of D.C., then maybe the college should move. Are you fucking dumb? Bitch, the college has been here since 1867. Maybe you should move, bitch. We have been here. We have been here. And when niggas was here, this was not an issue. And now y'all are hearing it is. But so a nigga... Y'all need to change your shit. But a nigga with, you know, a, a, a black hoodie on or a girl in a bonnet that's black walking around mm, the perimeter of a primarily mm, white school and y'all ready to call all kinds of law enforcement. Much less bring a dog or, or picnic baskets on and just be spread out across the grass. You motherfuckers are so ballsy and disrespectful mm. and I'm happy that Alice wrote in and I hope that you feel the gag. Who does that? Who does that? All dogs don't be like, no, I shan't shit in the street. I must have a Howard University shit. Like what? Dodge is happy to be outside, bitch. They don't need to be right. in these people's fucking space. Like, and there's nothing more annoying because I know a good percentage of these white people are not cleaning up after these fucking dogs. I'd be aggravated walking around Harlem and shit and having to step over dog shit and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just can't imagine just trying to go from class to class or, you know, stare at niggas in the yard or whatever the fuck and, and just seeing filth all over the place or just, yes. just passive, nonchalant white folks just having picnics. Girl, if you don't Google a park and find some place to go, <laughs> like it's DC there's no shortage of parks white man you can go take your dog any fucking where anywhere private institution and I know there I was just looking at this statement that their president released which was basically like you know we've been here for over 150 years living with the community now it is an issue but you know we are gonna keep working on this just so y'all know though don't disrespect our shit it's a private school and even if it wasn't like how do you, as a grown ass white man, even feel comfortable going? On? I don't get it. I don't like. I don't get it. I'm a grown ass black woman, and I wouldn't want to go just kick it on Howard's campus for the sake of kicking it. Like, what am I doing here? This is not for. I mean, actually, I do hope y'all let old people in. I would love to come to Harvard. Yeah, Harvard. I would love to go to Howard and get a degree in something. Sure. And, you know, pursue whatever my real passion is as soon as I figure that out. But like, <laughs> the point is. It, it it speaks to a deeper issue of gentrifiers, colonizers coming into a place and not giving a fuck about the culture that is already there. I don't And just get wanting it. everybody to be like them. But our culture is part of the draw of this place. That's literally why you're here. So it's like, if you don't like the way niggas act, if you don't like our music or our weed or our clothes or, you know, our blue magic or whatever else, then go home, bitch. You can go right back to central Iowa and ain't nobody gonna give a shit. I'm so lost. So, you know, y'all could just leave Howard out of it. Leave them kids alone. They paying more than enough money and got more than enough issues. I know issues that's the fuck right. With without dealing with like with some of their housing even being sold to people like with like mm. letting gentrifiers yeah. move in or buy their dorms or yeah. whatever they did with the buildings all that controversy that was a couple years ago or whatever it's like there's enough to deal with without white people feeling even more entitled and the least you could do is pick up your dog's fucking I mean, poop. that's the least. It is the bare but minimum. even if you are cleaning up after the dog, as I said, I don't understand the thought process behind leaving your home, going onto this school campus, right. and 
just hanging out, mm -hmm. having your dog shit where it wants, yep. having picnics. Like, what? Who picnics. What? I don't even it's understand it's the, the choice. Park. Like, I don't understand the choice. But what really blows me mm. is typical white people telling you that you can, if you don't like it, that you, you can, can just leave. get out of the fucking community that we have been in. We have been here, though. Forever. And since DC, before your great-grandmama. Like, D.C. has always been for niggas and politicians and that's it and it's like as soon as white people realize that niggas not as scary as they thought then they want to move in they pay cash for houses that you know it's like a deal niggas can't say no to so they end up changing the whole fucking neighborhood but instead of being like here we are in this new neighborhood let's embrace new cultures and new traditions and new foods and all this it's more like well, we here now, niggas, so y'all need to start acting like we want to act. And y'all need to start doing the shit we like to do. And you need to open up the grounds of your private institution for my dog to come take a shit. Well, goddamn, you guys weren't doing nothing with this goddamn your nigga anyway. We came and we brought her. The, you niggas didn't have no internet cafes and you didn't have <laughs> your crap making places. And Those really used to be a We thing. brought you sushi. And <laughs> you're so ungrateful, you niggas just don't care well, about nothing. Right. I read a bunch of stories about this where kids were like, you know, we used to have a burger joint pizza shop that was open till 2, 3 a.m. and now it's all been replaced by gentrified ass fusion food and it closes Oof. at 9 o'clock and it's too expensive for kids to go to or whatever else and it's like foods don't need to fuse everything you can foods don't really need to fuse they don't you mean not always i like some, some fusions, fusions some work. fusions are delish like tex and mex give me more of it yeah but, <laughs> i love tex mex i'm sorry i'm yeah. that bitch i'm I got really it. sorry like i really like nachos i know those are not mexican food but anyway the point is like if you are moving into a place, and this is something I even had to learn as a black person moving to New York, like especially when I first moved here, living in Washington Heights, I was like, I don't understand why there's no English, not even the commercials or the ads, the billboards are not even in English. I don't understand why niggas is up playing, you know, Bacata at 2 a.m. or whatever Come on, else. Bacata. <laughs> like, and it's loud, you know? Like, I remember very much first being here and being like, why is this so fucking loud? Why is everybody this, this, this? And then it's like, the longer I lived here, the more I'm like, yeah, girl, but see, you were tired of your surroundings in Oklahoma. So you moved to where these people live. And have been living. You moved yep. to where these people live. Yep. Internalize that word. Yep. If you don't like it that much and you prefer the solitude and the space and everything else of Oklahoma, guess where you can go? Guess where you ain't got to have a passport or nothing? You can get your ass on the Greyhound. It might take three days. But guess where you can go, bitch? Right the fuck back to Oklahoma City yep. if that's how you feel about it. That's a hard fact. You white folks can take your asses right back to the flyover states in the heartland and won't nobody give a shit because you are not the ones who have established this community. You are not the ones who have created this culture. Yep. So mind your fucking business. That's how it is. Shout well, out to Alice because she did that. Yeah, you did. Great letter. <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, if you guys want to pass the read... Um, if you have a suggestion or something you want to get off your chest, it is past the read at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. So yes. you can send uh, your fiery thoughts to that inbox <laughs> and you might hear it on the show. Yes, you may. That wraps up this week's episode. Check us out on social media at this is the read. Our website is this is the read.com. Again, I will be at the green space on Monday. Tickets are at the green space.com or org. Green is spelled G-R-E-E-N-E. -E -E. I don't know if tickets are still available or what, but, you know, it's on Monday. So, see y'all there. 
Okay. Hallelujah. I don't know who else will be there or anything else, but you know, we'll see. Should be a Wayne Dang Doodle. Again, happy birthday, friend, my Taurus queen. Hashtag I'm not coming. Hashtag I can't make it. Hashtag comfy clothing that is oversized and made out of like organic fair trade cotton. Love you, my nigga. Um, what else? Do you have any news this week, Kid Fury? The people um, are very mad at you for teasing the show premiere last week and then being like, never mind. Okay. <laughs> shall we shall we discuss Sir Brian of Tarth? Listen. That's um, my official name now. It's she, all downhill from you here. You know she's gonna die. I'm she's, pretty sure. I honestly I hope she doesn't die defending Jamie. I hope she dies defending Sansa or Arya. As you know, she promised they mama, but Brienne of Tarth, Brienne the Stallion, the Stallion of Tarth, however you want to refer to her, she is certainly going to die. If she does, I hope that we at least get to see a Brienne White Walker. No! Oh, God, I keep forgetting you're on the side of darkness and chaos. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm with the winning team, bitch. You're right, because I think the the Night King swooped his ass on down to King's Landing while everybody else is going through the north. Night King pulled up and said, I got the horses in the back. <laughs> Let me saddle up this dragon and ride my ass on down to King's Landing. And yes, I have seen the Game of Thrones version of this song, and I do of Old Town Road. And yes, oh, I, I did do see love that as well. it. Yes, that it so is ridiculous. incredible, and I love the internet so much. But Danny absolutely was like so, just like we said. <laughs> John was you like, so I just want you to know, the... I'm Egan Targaryen in real life. Like, I just found out. I'm actually your nephew. Hey, what's up? And, and she's like, like, so you mean you would then be the heir to the throne? I mean, I guess technically, you know, I didn't know all this, but I guess I am an, a Targaryen. And, you know, I just got dumped off with my uncle. So my what so. that means is... You must die. <laughs> Danny was like, like fully incapable of being like, gross. I slept with my Like they nephew. immediately got <laughs> cut off and had to go deal with some other shit. So I can't wait to see that pick back but up. But she was very much But like, she was never even no, like. She never even brought oh, that no. up. She was just like, so who's the heir again? Say nephew, it again. Ne- nephew dick in my puss. No, didn't Neph- care about that. Boo, not nephew. Wow. You're okay. welcome. Well. So, yeah, I thought the Brienne moment was incredible. Very touching. It actually brought a tear to my eyes, but I know she's going to die. Oh, yeah, I definitely got Misty as Same well. with Liana Mormon. I know they're going to kill my bitch, and it just really breaks my heart. I hope it's not yeah, too she gonna graphic, die. but... Aria's sex scene made me wildly uncomfortable. I was like, not my, not my girl. That's I like, had to Google her. That's the scene that Sophie Turner was talking about in her mm, Instagram I'm story. sure. That's what I guess. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. I was like, wait a minute. How old is this child? Aria, Aria told Ginger to take his own pants off. I didn't realize that that kid is, is 22. Oh, yeah. No, Maisie's um, a grown woman. <laughs> and I guess like the passage of time, especially with how long the seat, the seat, the show has been on. Because yeah. um, when you look back to the first like, season, she was actually a child. Yeah. She was. So, so like, it's very well, difficult how old are you now? to see Aria be like, give me that dick. But she meant it. And I just keep thinking about like old ass medieval Westeros pussy and just musty balls and all dingleberries on the dick and everything else. Just I know. I keep thinking about how unwashed everybody was back then. What's that nigga named Gendry? 
I thought it was Gendry, uh, but it I might be Gendry. I know. As soon as he took them, them fucking. He loved it. <laughs> Woo. As soon as he took his pants off, as just a warm mm-hmm. wind just wafts just from them jaws. Dick cheese wafting <laughs> through the air. <laughs> Smacks you right in the face. And they're probably just so used to the dick cheese oh, smell yeah, that it's not it. even like it's a wrong thing. She probably like, took a big, just... deep inhale. Mm. <laughs> Can you feel the heat on my skin? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I can't believe next episode this Sunday is it starts off the eighty minute episodes, but it's also going to be the third one, which means the season is half over yeah. already. Fuck y'all! And it's all shit from here. This like last I'm like at been this point, billion episodes. I'm actually glad that it's a short season because I not. I don't know that I could handle the anxiety that I have for this season for more than six episodes. Maybe I could have done an eight. But more than that, I don't know if I get. I'm glad to know that we're going to wrap this up soon because yeah. they've got so many people to kill. And I really don't think they're going to shy away from any of them. Yeah, most of the cast, to be honest. I'm like, sure a lot of them will survive just because there are so many characters. I can't imagine how they're going to kill, like, all everybody. of them. But I won't be surprised if they find a way. Brienne is going to die valiantly. valiantly. Yes, I think valiantly. that's it. Mm-hmm. There's the word. I, I think that she will as well. I hope so. I think Grey Worm will die as well. I yep. hope Miss Hyundai don't. Miss Hyundai. Miss. <laughs> I keep wanting to call her Miss Hyundai because that's what it looks like. Wow, but, my word. You know, we will see. We love Game of Thrones very much. Sad to see it end, but, you know, nonstop shenanigans. End of an era. Any news from you before we wrap up the show this week? Not at all. I'm just happy to still be here and be alive. Same. And on that note... Did we do the post, the end of the thing? Oh, wait. So, yeah. <laughs> My bad. Yes, we are here. That is the end of the show. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that at thisistheread.com. Don't forget to check out Thread Up, which is the largest online consignment and thrift store offering clothing, shoes, bags, and accessories. Oh, my God. That's what I meant to mention. During the mid-roll, bitch, they have so many fucking purses, like... Nice ass, expensive designer purchases, way, way, way off retail price. So go on to threadup.com slash read. They are offering y'all a limited time special offer of 30% off your first order. Again, T-H-R-E-D-U-P.com slash R-E-A-D for an extra 30% off today. Terms apply, so go check it out. Um, But yeah, I'm just really into Game of Thrones this season. I... I'm going to be tuned the fuck in on Sunday, fully ready for everyone I love to be murdered violently in front of my face. Yeah, it's that it's that that time. It's that on a Sunday night, you're either in front of the TV or your phone and your devices are off because who has time? And I know <laughs> Sunday is is not one to play around with your social media. So oh, if you're yeah. if you're a I Game of Thrones, I have stand, my phone right there. But yeah, if you're not logged in, girl, don't log in. Because I know the girls are going to have their rest in peace slideshows ready at like the <laughs> second the, the episode se- ends. They've actually already made the fucking right. Show. They're just I'm not even shocked. It. Yeah, it's like when famous people, like how every famous person, their obituary is already written by all mm. the major media outlets. They just waiting to plug in the specific information. It's so dark. It is dark, but. It's literally the way it goes. So we'll see, but it's just all been such a fucking mess in Westeros. It's just... My nigga, the Night King is going to take it home. (laughs) The fact that you are like rooting for the blatantly bad guy. I think it's going to come super, super close. And neither on the the throne (laughs) will be Jon or Arya. 
I actually agree. I think it will be John or Arya. That's all I'm putting my money in right now. If somebody, I think Sansa's Cersei, not going to die though. I think Cersei won't die till the last episode. Yes, facts. Maybe second to last. And I would also like to see Sansa not die. If if two people in the Starks have to live, I hope it would be Sansa and Arya. Yeah, no. Jon Snow can honestly go. Cause he dumb as hell. Why would you tell Daenerys already right now that you the real heir and she ain't? Why would you do that? Cause he's getting on her fucking nerves. <laughs> and he tired of mousing around and her very clearly looking at him like, Bay, Bay, what's wrong? Why you not talking to me? Oh man, Bay! <laughs> I don't understand why he not communicating no more. The dragons told me that you don't want to talk to me, and you're upset. And I asked why, and they said I gotta ask you myself. Ooh. So what is the fucking problem? <laughs> Who is this statue, bitch? Fix your face, my god. Oh my god. Okay, let's go. You know, let's go work on our TV show. Yes, yeah, sure, bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.